Okay. I need you to say something. Demon. Hello and welcome to Two Times in a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, where I am the only one here. Demon. Demon, demon. Demon, 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 on brand every week without fail there's always something that you've changed can you hear me now yeah i can hear there you go no it's just it's just the setting because i went from my laptop to my desktop dude it's just the setting i had to change because i use different headsets silly you're sounding better this week anyway so i think our listeners will appreciate that yeah 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 i sound better every week troll and it's still really weird to have my office like soundproofing up because I don't hear my voice bouncing back at me like I used to, and it's so. You mean I'm not oh, going to have know. the editing issue of what I had last yeah. week with the, all the echo from everybody else speaking through your microphone? Is that what was happening? No. Why didn't you tell me sooner, dude? Did y'all know uh, that before we, editing? We, we, we did, did tell, tell you. you at the beginning we told of the you, podcast. Like, at, yeah, like at the beginning, like every time I every time I talked last week, I heard me. A little bit later, talking back to myself very quietly. Not enough to tell yep. like what was being said, but I heard some sort of audio feedback. Oh. But, fortunately, our listeners didn't have to put up with that because I edited it all out. Nice. What was? I don't know. I never know what time the podcast is going to finish. Usually an hour or three. Why? Just say, the fewer stories I tell, the quicker we can get through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here, so if we start now... Then there's a greater chance we'll be done sooner than later. Uh oh, what happened? Did I just pick a warlock by accident? I hope that's not what happened. Probably. Nope. Oh, I did. No. So, so do you have your raid raid race team ready to go today? Are you, have you have you level grounded those you know ten whole levels? If those even matter. I have the levels, but um, <clears throat> I I'm not gonna do the world's first time. Are you are you still in a rural Virginia hotel room? I guess is the first question. No, no. Or have I'm you have you returned home? I actually have worse internet now. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, that, that's going to be the bad. that's going to be the only hotel where I'm ever going to have like better internet, and that's only because I had to acquire. Oh no, no, this is my Titan. Ooh, yeah, definitely get out of here. <laughs> oh god, no. How do you swap? People again. Welcome back to Three Titans and No One Else. Change character. A Destiny Three podcast. There we go. Where he goes. Where he goes. Is he back on his Titan again? No. Did you accidentally he, click the button he, again? He, well, I hooked up the controller and I started so pushing buttons to activate the controller, and it auto-selected the damn Titan for whatever uh, reason. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It does that. Yeah, yeah. It automatically yeah. selects. You know Titan. what? I should just delete the Titan. That way, that never happens again, even by accident. I mean, I'll take all the gear off of her, right? I mean, new controllers but... do do that out of the box. They they automatically go to Titan. <laughs> You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. 
You can contact us either by email at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Now, Respawn, yeah. I, ju- I just want to check with you. Have you read the TWAB this week at all? No. Do you know anything that's in the TWAB? Yes. Is it going to be a rant? Uh, well, no, no. I'm a little angry that they disabled my exotic for the world's first. I'm like, that's kind of scummy. But no, nothing real. I mean, I get, I get why they did it because <laughs> a team of six hunters with the things on. <laughs> I think, to be honest, you're letting your people down. You're letting the respawns army down. The respawn recruits uh, want a rant. Did did, did you and, guys see the the late breaking? Well, not late breaking glitch, but late reported glitch about yeeting bosses off the map again? Yep. In perfect sure class style. What made me laugh is that JB3 reported this, I think it was a day and a half ago on mm-hmm. YouTube. There was just a little quick post saying, I'll reveal how to do it after Vault of Glass goes live. And then I thought, mm-hmm. how long is it going to take for somebody at Bungie to see that? And it was literally 24 hours later, and then they went, oh, if you do it, We'll take away your words first. I don't think that's the point, Bungie. I think yeah. the point is that people are going to do it to get the right. challenges done. And just that box ticked and their flawless yeah. version's done. They don't care whether you're going to take a belt away from them. <laughs> These aren't the people that want the belt. These are the people that just want the triumphs and the weapons. Right. And they want to do it in the quickest possible way. So you saying that they're out of the raid race, they don't care. Just... Yeah, I, 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 the number of people like I, I've not seen like Destiny Twitter blow up with like everyone being like, "This is this is a joke, right?" Like this, this is you know you're being funny, and then DMG was like, "Yeah, no, no, not not a joke, not being funny. Um, still a thing, very much still a thing." Yeah, because no one cares about the raid race. I mean, many people do, but yeah, if you're just trying to finish it, you're gonna finish it by getting bosses off maps. Okay, yeah. So should we, uh, you know, get this? show started yeah yeah say things do things things are so, happening Sentry spawn has to go make himself pretty in like an hour and a half uh somebody else is gonna make me pretty well i mean you're still making yourself pretty. you're you're you're, you're participating in the prettying process yeah all right now my face is less shiny i got a less shiny face yeah <sighs> So, seeing as Respawn has now got his setup working, and For he's now. at home, mm-hmm. let, let's get the, the boxes checked. We're recording in the podcast. Are yep. you streaming? Yes. What are you streaming? What do you mean? Twitch? What activity are you, are you playing for the people to watch you stream? Oh, right now I'm playing the, um, the new event, the... the, the, the Gambit the, Vex version. Love. No, no, the override. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gambit Vex version. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Override Gambit Vex. Yeah, that one. I, I really love how they're like you know, everyone hates Gambit, so they're like, we're going to keep continuing to give you Gambit-based activities. Speaking of Gambit, made, and you're going to like it. Speaking <laughs> of Gambit, now, you want to rant? Story. You want to rant? Here's a rant. Check it out. So, you guys posted the video this of. This is uh, early for a rant. Of, of this is even face? before introductions. Uh, should I, should I do introductions first? Can I do introductions first? Let me do introductions uh, first. You I'm not doing any British whenever you want. You actually have the introduction because you keep yelling at us not to do the introductions because I can't read because I'm illiterate. Right. I'm and not I can't read the British host over there is Parody who's trying to interject and respawn. Titan extraordinaire. 
Rant away. Yeah, so they had you guys posted a video of the guy who voices the Drifter playing yep. Gambit, right? Todd, and yeah, Todd Haber, Habercorn, Habercorn, mm-hmm, who does the voiceover for Drifter. European yeah, Dead Zone, Earth, otherwise known as Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, and A, it, it, the way Rainbow he was playing, it didn't look like he was overly familiar with Destiny and even less familiar with Gambit itself because he was trying to, like, work out where to go and what to do. Give me those moats. Ooh! I want to collect these little blue bonnets. And also trying to explain to his girlfriend what to what to do and where to go, right? Time um, to go deal out some yeet. So the guy who voices the Drifter doesn't have a good understanding at the time of how Gambit works, right? And that was a little irksome. But what was really irksome is the fact that he kept changing to his normal voice, right? And I know, I know, right? It's petty. But like, yo... You, you, you're doing the voice thing where you want to play Gambit sounding like the Drifter, and then you keep swapping back to your normal voice, which is really, really, like, messing with me, right? Because, I mean, he sounds, I, I mean, obviously, he plays the voice of the Drifter, but, like, when he st- starts talking like the Drifter, I, I start to get into it, and then he drops the voice, and I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? Yummy, 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 I've got moats in my tummy. <laughs> Go back. And then he'll go back and like. Is she ranting about anything to do with Destiny? You're ranting about a video and somebody using their real voice. I'm ranting about something directly related well, I to. I thought it was going to be something interesting. Of I Destiny. Thought, I thought you were going to be upset. If about, you're gonna, you know, no, your, no, no, no. If, if you're going to be upset about it, and you're going to and you're going to play or disabled that role, or something. Play the role. Right? Don't half play the role. Don't don't don't. Well, I don't think he made the video. The role. I don't care. Um, I don't care. You, look, you do the voice or you don't. All right, that's it. That's all there is to it. You do the voice or you don't do the voice. Don't don't half-ass it. All right, because you know what? It feels like I went to a, a place where some might call a happy ending is being offered, and you get to the happy ending part and it doesn't happen. Right? Don't do that. It's bad. All right. And it did look like he literally just made a character and gone into Gambit because it looked like he had blue weapons yeah, that he was using. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that was yeah, I mean, so you're yeah, upset right? that could, one, he didn't put the time and effort <laughs> I into creating a character. All... That's a Two, thing. he didn't level up his character enough to get some legendaries I, and I exotics. And then three, he didn't stick to being the drifter throughout. I don't care. So no, the it's, weapon, it's really just three. That was just three. It's really only three to jump in to do this, right? He gets credit for that, right? But the fact that he kept going away from the persona oh. of 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 the drifter is what really did he entertain really you for the short amount of time that he was speaking in drifter's voice yeah but it it, it was all well, there you go job done respawn is unhappy i was less inter- but happy not only was i not entertained when he wasn't doing the voice i was offended that he stopped doing the voice all right you gotta bank those moats because that's how you win it was like am i doing this right what's going on here I just enjoyed deeply, you know, the person who voiced Drifter playing Gambit. It doesn't doesn't matter what he was doing. It doesn't matter how well he was going. It just, I I appreciate he was even like, you know, reading like the, you know, little uh, flavor text that like pops up as you're loading into the thing as the Drifter. It's it's great. Bungie.net. Read all about the latest developments in Destiny. 
Subscribe to Destiny News on Bungie.net and never miss out. Press A for next. And I, for, I sort of uh, like hearing people's real voices because it's weird to be to see a person and be like, this this guy voices this person. You're going, but what do you really sound like? Because obviously that's not your, you know, I, I would assume, you know, that's not your real obviously, voice. Cade, that's Cade's real voice. You know, Nathan Fillion. That's his real voice. Well, well, that's Icora's right, real voice. Yeah, that's right. We, 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 no, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, obviously, you know, he doesn't he doesn't talk go around his daily life talking like this the whole time because that would be a little crazy. <laughs> it seems like a lot of effort, a lot of work to talk like this. If you're like, hey, I like two tables over there, please give me that cheeseburger no. with some extra fries. He talks like that all the time, and somebody who plays Destiny heard him. He would he would get some kind of hookup. I promise you. I promise. you. Well, I think he has a girlfriend for one, and two. Not I would. I would. Lo- I, I, Get your mind out of the game. <laughs> I just really hope that if he's like out in the world and like and, and like sees any sort of like you know destiny, you know, familiar enough with like destiny, like to see a shirt or anybody doing anything, just like gives a lie to the drifter's voice and then just sort of like walks away or like as he's walking by. So, so someone going, I heard the drifter in re- in the real world. I swear, I heard it. <laughs> he was there. I heard it. It was a thing. Because that, that's what I would do if I voice someone. I'd, be like, I'd just like throw lines out be like, all right, let's see, let's see who reacts. Let's see if anybody looks yeah. around really confused. Dude, <laughs> now that you've co- really confused our listeners with a kind of nonsense rant, really, let's face it, it's what? just a nonsense rant. No, Is there any actual specific rant about anything in the game this week that you want to you know, rant about now so that we can get it all out of the way and then we can just nope. go on with the show? Nope, I'm going to wait till it comes up and then I'll rant about it. Oh. How no one likes him enough to to put him on a, on a world's which first means rating. that you will forget about it by the time we get there, or you'll be asleep, you or you'll be distracted like, with yeah. another story, or something. I'm saying that. You know, what we're not going to forget about. We're not going to forget about next week in Destiny because there you are. It's going to be here before we even know it. What's that? Uh, someone's going to go hack hack the Vex network on the Tangled Shore in the new override. They're going to uncover vulnerabilities of the Vex network in the first weekly expunge mission. Shax is going to bring mayhem to the Crucible. And uh, now, theoretically, we're actually going to stop Cargan in the Insight Terminus Nightfall. <laughs> this week. Ahead to see if we're actually going to do this Nightfall yet, but I think maybe that's our actual Nightfall for this week. Really, for real. Uh, until they tell us otherwise. So yeah, there's, there's expunge missions, there's another weekly override, and I haven't done the second override yet, but yeah, we'll get there. And mayhem, because I know Night Demon's going to ask me that that's when everybody gets all the supers and you super each other the Crucible to death with the most ice you've ever seen in your life. It's all so ice. So what you want to kind of do is find some of your, you know, highest stat rolls in intellect. You then want to slap intellect mods on those things so you have 100% intellect. You don't want resilience, recovery, literally anything else. You just want no. to put that all that on your armor and you want to go into mayhem and you just want to pop your super every five seconds and if you get like a, a super that generates more super from telling other people you know good on you might as well keep doing that i think blade barrage is one of those ones you can put the the um shards of galanor on you hunters yep. and and go out there and blade barrage one person get it backs automatically blade barrage the next person just keep going round around so i saw literally one hunter one time that i was playing he blade barraged his way through the whole entire team as they spawned in. The first guy ran up the steps on, um, I think it was Ultra of Flames. I, th- I think they were at sea. And he was coming across to the middle part. 
and he he blade barraged the first person that ran up the steps the next person ran yeah. up the steps he blade barraged him and then there was like literally two or three other people and i was just running behind him i was like this guy is just amazing just keep going keep going and then he had to turn around and go back the other way because they all started spawning on the other side but you get the point it's just you just constantly flying around in in a circle spinning out and and, and, nice. and that's because yeah. of a bug with the with, with the gauntlets right um no. sometimes in some events they give you more energy than intended no no but if, <laughs> i think he, what he'd done like i said he'd specced into 100 percent intellect sure. and because mayhem gives you fast recharge on your intellect even one kill was just giving him instant you know super yeah. it didn't matter whether you know it was one or two kills it was just instant super straight away he just kept tapping the button he was just literally flying around in a big circle in midair he didn't land on the ground. He was just spun, killed the person, got another super, and he kind of went up again in the air, spun. It's like the guy didn't touch the ground. It was that amazing to see. was the inspiration for the hunters' taste of super. They're like, what if the hunters could just do this instead of flying around themselves, make something else fly around, like a big ice cyclone? Mm, Perfect. Yeah, whatever. So speaking of overpowered supers and exotic pairings, um... The new Titan exotic pants with the uh, the heating elements on the bottom of them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I I didn't have a problem with them until. So okay, uh, have, have you encountered have, have have you you pants in order to change the meta from stasis to something else by allowing Titans to become overpowered anytime they hit with stasis? I get that, and I'm fine with that, right? And these tight boots that you're talking okay are, are the path of the burning steps. Yeah, he, heating element pants, whatever you call them. I don't care. Point path is, burning steps. is you know, you have these, and it's supposed to change the matter from stasis to something else. Totally get it. Totally support it. Oh. Have no problem with that. The problem is this. No, you obviously do have a problem with it. You can't say you don't have a problem, problem and then you go into the problem, problem you have. You know, these these pants prevent anybody else from using stasis effectively against the Titan. But the Titan can still use stasis with these pants, right? Yeah. No, and? there's no yeah, no, no. These pants, okay, if it stops frost, right, which is the whole point of the heating elements on the pants, if yeah. it stops frost, you should not be able to encase yourself in ice. One, number two. It should have been a, a class, not class, a uh, subclass specific exotic. Like, hey, it produces heat. It should be a part of what are all of your solar classes. That would make sense. I would even let it go as far as it can be any other class except stasis. Because, again, heating elements on the pants. Right? And the heating but elements no. are called Firewalker, where solar final blows periodically grant you an escalating bonus to weapon damage. You are harder to slow or freeze with stasis, and when you break out, you take no damage from doing so, creating a burst of solar energy around yourself. Now, Actually, these do really well, they do pair really well with the solar subclass online. first. I was, watching, I was watching some stuff online, and if a hunter hits him with the frost grenade and both melees, he doesn't freeze. If a hunter hits him with his freezing tornado, he does not freeze. If a hunter hits him with a freezing grenade where, like, it's got the ice chunks that freeze you, he doesn't freeze. So it's not harder to freeze him. It's impossible well, you to know what freeze you do. Him. You know what you do? You use that thing that you're carrying around in your limp arms. It's called a gun. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm okay with that. 
Right? That's not my problem. You the bounce problem over is the Titan. You, you pull out your shotgun. You shotgun them in the back of the head. You're done. You have complaining Anton. Stop complaining. That makes no sense. Oh, I don't think Hunter should have a super that just or exotic that they can put on anything just to make all of their supers better. I, I don't think they should have Stompies. I don't think they should have Gemini Jesters. Uh, what, should we just keep going down the list of things? You know, Lucky Pants? I, I don't think you should have them. You shouldn't have them. watcher from Russia in the stream today. From Russia. It says, hi, I'm from Russia. I travel through different Twitch channels and meet people. Well, how you doing? Uh, and Bathtub says, yeah, he's definitely looking for a good time. Or she, I don't know. It's, or it's in 14, one or the other. <laughs> but anyway, shot. point is, you should not be able to use this with your. I, I I would let you use it with any of your other subclasses, except the frost one. That makes no sense, and it's definitely Bungie playing favorites. Like, oh yeah, how we're how gonna is it fair? That. Okay, how is it fair? Is the man with the class with the boots that make every super more deadly and more effective? Hmm. How is it fair hmm. that hunters are the only ones that can have the oath keepers? That basically keep your bow drawn, and with Le Monarch, you can just have, have war pig. I would, I would happily any day of the week trade you the oath keepers for the war pig. No, you wouldn't. You know why? Absolutely because you I have would. lucky pants. You have lucky pants, which are far more that's superior really with the hand cannon meta. I don't care about hand cannons. I care about auto rifles. Yeah, but that's not you. Um, you see, every, you're not every a regular hunter, hunter. Every hunter cares about hand cannon. My you are a wannabe PvP. titan. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want the acting warring. I want to use auto rifles. So a hunter, not. Dude, the the acting warring is by far probably one of the better exotics in the game. I don't care. Just infinite bullets. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. So you it's, so want to be a titan. It's a better when exotic you grow up. You can be a titan just like us, big boys. No, because and I, subconsciously, I, was... I don't know if I told you this, but subconsciously, I don't play titans in other games either because my friend. uh a uh, stage two that used to be in the clan. He and I play yep. Outriders together. Yeah, and he's like, "When are you gonna oh, work okay. on your other character?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Well, you've got your trickster, you've got your freaking um pyromancer, and you've got your technomancer, but you haven't worked on your tank." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that's because you're too scared the fact that they might have an acting war rig that you could use, and then you'd love it too much." Well, no, the, the, in, in Outriders, the tank class also is one of the higher DPS classes, too. So it's actually both. But I didn't even realize that I completely... Anyway. Nobody's so he here for Outriders it. news, because yeah, apparently that's another it's, dead it's, game. It's, it's subconscious. It's not dead. You're crazy. Uh, it's the subconscious that, I don't know, <laughs> Titans in every game just kind of, eh, me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so let's go back slightly to we're on week three of our mm -hmm. path of the splicers the first week we we managed to get our gauntlets and ether and key codes and all that fun other day. stuff all the good stuff then this week we went to the moon and we still did other stuff and i tell you those those hive they are hard yeah. if you have the hive spawn in with the, the ogres and the shriekers oh my god that is so much harder than like the vex or even the uh the cabal spawning in last week on Europa. Um, so I've just done it twice. I have zero problems with it because Anarchy solves all of your problems. And I haven't even played it yet, so I wouldn't know. 
And I didn't realise because I think I died in the initial first mission when you go to meet Mithrax. Uh, when you kind of when you're coming back through that jumping puzzle part, there was a platform that kind of disappeared from beneath me. Yeah, just disintegrated. And I just spawned back at Mithrax and that was it. That was the end of it. But from looking at other people playing, there looked like there was kind of this big end scene where all the walls were kind of collapsing in on you and all these harpies and um, hydras were spawning in. And apparently the the end baddie for the the Endless Knight, which is who's created this, is called Mm -hmm. Quira or something like that. It's the Vex boss. And it's the one I've shown you in the show notes that looks like half a, a huge minotaur that's been cut in half with the arms. Mm-hmm. Looks like a vex. Mm-hmm. Looks a lot like a vex, yeah. What about him? That, that, that's, the, that's the guy, the Quira? 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 The point that you're making is what? That's the end baddie we will kind yeah? of hopefully get to and destroy. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm. All right. And then at some point in in these weeks, there is another mission that come, kind of comes up where the objective is there is an urgent message at the Splice Conservatory in the Elixir Wing of the Helm, and you have to go and speak to uh, Lashmi, who's broadcasting a, on her emergency radio frequency. Doesn't want to show up in person, but, you know, she uses the secret radio that's in the Elixir base. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And... From there, we have to defend the last city from a Vex incursion, speak to Saint-14, and speak to Ikora in the tower. And this is part of the quest as prophesized. And then spoilers. I suppose, I suppose we should say spoilers. Because it, I mean, this, this might, might be spoilers. Okay. I'm, I'm giving people enough time to just disappear if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently, Lashmi is going to be turned to the Vex. No. She's going dark. She's going Anakin Skywalker. Ooh. From her Damn. certain point of view, the Jedi are From evil. her point of view, what? Well, I mean, aren't they all, though? We're the Jedi in this scenario. <laughs> I know. You're evil. I'm not evil. I'm chaotic neutral with a tendency towards chaotic evil. And apparently, also still part of the spoilers, there is going to be a secret override in the last city. So this is where the Elixir base is at the moment, uh, in the Botsna ruins, where you can go and go walk around and do all the scannables. So in the Scourge of the Past raid final boss area, this uh-huh. is where there's going to be another override mission in the last city. So that's why there's that node there to keep going back. And you, you remember on the roadmap, if anybody's unaware, there was a roadmap of what's to actually come. And yeah. apparently there's an epilogue. I think that was around August 10th. Was that, am I right with that parody? Does that ring um, a bell? Yeah, I mean, it was the very last thing of the season, so... So this is going to be another one of those bungee events. You've got to kind of be there and watch this thing happen. Um, much like we had last year. I think that was again uh, after the solstice, wasn't it? You had to go to the tower and watch an event happen. And if you participate in that, you will kind of witness the final events of the season of the Splicers. And there will be a reward, which will be the triumph. And um, I 
think it's a law page beneath the endless night. And yes, you're right. August 10th epilogue. I and mean, that definitely looks like a lore book. It's a bit much. Hmm. Well, and I'm curious too, because the epilogue begins August 10th, and our season runs until August 24th. So that's, you know, two weeks there to see whatever this is. Which makes a change from, oh, you have to be there in the two hours before we shut down the servers to get the emblem, which I'm still extremely angry about because if you turn off the servers at two o'clock in the morning when people are asleep in the uk they can't go to the tower just uh, it made no sense i i if i logged in that day before the tower went down or before the servers went down i should be entitled to that emblem not mm. i had to be there two hours in that stupid thing i'm going to run around the last city like everybody nope. else did no you had to be there no nope. no that's not mm -hmm. fair no, no they're doing it that time of the morning. It's the same when they do it for like the Australians I as well. Would... So hopefully this is going to be. You've got two weeks to go and visit the end of the season and see an epilogue, and and then we're going to get people moaning. Oh, I've I've seen the end thing of the season. I got the last thing. I've got the triumph. Now I've got two weeks and I don't know what to do. I'm upset. Oh, I wish Bungie had done something else on the last day. This is for us people that can't just log in in those that small window of two hours. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Also, can you do that That's voice like all the time? You're asking for a friend. Which one? The the whiny one you were just doing. It's fitting. I can do that all the time. My wife says Good. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, it yeah, comes natural. So just, it's like the drifter voice for the go. guy that does the drifter. <laughs> just, just Mine's just the whiny, whiny voice. voice. <laughs> I could I could voice a whiny character in Destiny quite easily, apparently. Uh, that would be the ghost. <laughs> so we've got a couple of weeks before. Oh, no, we've got next week. Is doesn't our expunge mission start? Is that right? Next week. It does. That's what they said about next week in Destiny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So next week we do have our expunge mission starting and there is a zero Nero shell, this exotic ghost shell for yep. the season of spices. And this is tied to a triumph of doing, I think it's the last mission. There's a, I can't remember the name of the mission now. Um, and while, while you're doing that, I'd like to put a request uh, out to everyone who listens. Uh, send us things you'd like night demon to read in his whiny ghost voice. And, uh, We'll we'll see if we can, we can talk him into doing any of those because it, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> anyway, so the zero Nero shell. How to obtain this is yeah. you do the expunged Delphi mission, flawless. And I'm not sure whether that, I'm guessing that's just going to be solo. You know, it doesn't have to be the entire fire team doing it flawless. Much like one of the triumphs is at the moment, isn't specific for doing. Um, everyone in the fire team going flawless as long as you kind of don't die in the override missions at the moment there are i think it must be about 10 um, at the moment i'm working up to five and that's halfway through the triumph and it'll give me some triumph score but i think overall if you don't die 10 times you'll get the full triumph score also i just want to kind are, of point are you sure out about that is the one event where where that was a thing bungie said that that was a bug and they fixed it if no, I'm no, that, that, that's right? the dungeons. That's the dungeons. This is for the specific triumphs for this season. For the override, if you right. don't die while you're playing override, you get 
points towards the triumph score and i think the first one unlocked after one going flawless on it and then the next one was five that i'm working towards and then mm. i think it's 10 overall and they've completed that triumph but what i wanted to kind of point out people in the, or point out to people at the moment is that one of the triumphs like we had last season with the battlegrounds is wearing yeah. the full gear set or wearing parts of the gear set oh, to unlock of one of the game. triumphs so to wear some of the armor whilst you are doing the override missions will then count towards doing that triumph also if you're wearing that armor and killing vex anywhere in the system i think there's another triumph for that but i'm guessing it progresses faster in override and there's also one for using the weapons which i don't think anyone will have any issue with doing because i'll just come naturally picking up the grid skipper oh, yeah. and the um the auto rifle i can't remember what that is now the chaos something chaos chroma uh... chroma rush yeah. chroma rush yeah that's you can and say the... chaos and i can say chroma rush and, and the armor we're talking mm -hmm. about that's that's the seasonal the light light kin armor the, yes it's the, the one that armor. makes you look like a fallen or an like fallen, yeah Mm. Yeah, the light, the lichen stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been slowly, as I've acquired one, I've been making sure to lock them and keep them on my character, knowing at some point it would say, "Hey, go do things with this armor." So I've been slowly adding to my collection, but nowhere near a full set yet. Mm. I keep deleting them because I don't like the way they look. Like, hey, you frozen resinous. Um, you, you're gonna I, I don't like the way they look. Don't. Mm. So I keep deleting them. But now that I know I need to keep them, I'll just keep. You should have known that from the get go. We we tell you this every season. We tell you let Detrick be your cautionary tale. No, no, no. the the armor. seasonal armor like, that they give us, I always keep a set of right. But this armor I've been deleting because a it doesn't look good and b it doesn't have very good stats. So this season I just haven't kept the armor. And c just... the RNG is now going to prevent you from ever seeing it again. Eh, that's fine. If I don't get it, I don't get it. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a numbers chaser like I used to be. So I just try to enjoy the game for what it is. Try being the operative word there. Mm. But that being the case, I just died. Um <laughs> Which is somewhat enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. So Bungie put out at like yesterday late breaking like their challenge XP clarification that I wanted to talk about real briefly, which is basically a whole lot of words to essentially say Hey guys, in season 12, we found a bug with uh, basically you were getting more XP than intended, like all of your buffs of, and, and uh, you know the additional XP you were earning. Uh, that was carrying over from season to season. It wasn't meant to. And they meant to tell you about that in season 13. And well, they didn't. So you, you got a lot more XP in season 13 that, uh, than you were meant to. <clears throat> and then you know, rather than fix it mid-season, uh, they decided to leave it in and let players benefit from it. Uh, they mistakenly didn't acknowledge the bug during Season 13 at all, and they missed it in the patch notes for Season 14. So they're basically telling us about it now. And there's a whole chart about, hey, here's here's what the XP, double XP, 4X XP in Season 13 sort of equated to in Season 14, and here's your base payout and the base payout with the well-rested buff. Essentially is, you were getting a lot more XP than you should have. And I wonder if that's part of what led to the people being at, like, because it seemed like last season, particularly, I saw people at like you know rank five hundred, rank you know four hundred, which I don't feel like yep. I had seen in the past. So I think that was part of the sort of inflated people. I mean, not to say those people wouldn't have been you know three hundred ranks higher than me anyway, but it was a little bit inflated, a little bit, and that's maybe why I was also like, I feel like I've played less this season, and I'm still got to like two hundred and something ranks. So 
this season, if it seems like the XP, you know, like your XP climb and your rank up on the season pass is going a little bit slower than last season. And it sure does. It yeah, yeah, that's because it is, because I did fix a bug where, hey, you were getting all this. And again, if you want the numbers exactly and how this all breaks down, we'll put the link in the show notes, but it's the challenge XP clarification they posted. Uh, say it's a 21 hours ago. Oh, 22 hours ago. So yeah, basically Friday afternoon or Friday morning, they said, hey guys, by the way, this is a thing we did. So and what this tells me is that basically just any time that you pick up the game, load into the tower or pick up your app on your phone or tablet and click to download those bounties and get those on whichever character you're running and just, mm-hmm. you know, run them and pop them as, as much as you can. Yeah, and it's really, I mean, and, and looking at this chart, like that well-rested buff, like I, I knew it gave you some kind of buff to XP. It was like, okay, it's here, it's doing something good for me. It basically doubles the amount of XP you're getting. So if you're earning, you know, earning enough to give you one rank, it's going to give you two ranks with that buff, and it goes in across the board. So while you're well-rested, go do things, you'll get more XP, and yeah, pick up bounties, complete bounties, win fabulous prizes. Also, another tip for that is if you are going to use the, your well-rested buff when you log in at the beginning of the, the fresh week, what you could do is once you've run your 4 XP buff down and then you've completed challenges on your challenge cards that, say, will give you double or triple XP for you know basically click, clicking the button and getting the bright dust and everything, leave those on there until you get to the next week, unless you, you, know, you need to pop those there and then. But if you wait until the the four times XP comes back up and then you pop it, you have a chance at doubling and tripling. Your... There's some rounding of numbers, but it gives you more XP once you've clicked it kind of thing. Also, you, you know as a I mean. side note, for those people that either don't know or have forgotten, when you turn in bounties, when you're in a fire team, you actually get more experience from those bounties. So if you can, join a fire team before you start turning in a lot of stuff. It'll help you level up faster. Mm-hmm. And then also there is a node on your ghost. I think it's the first node, isn't it? That you can unlock with six points on there. That will give you, I think it's 12% extra XP, isn't it? Yeah, I think it caps out at 12. I think it'll go from like 8, 8, 10, 12 or 6, 8, 10, 12%. But yeah, there's whatever you happen to have your ghost unlocked to. And again, reminder, you should be masterworking your ghost. You should use all of those slots. It gives you good things Mm -hmm. like XP. Or if you play a whole bunch of one activity, extra stuff out of that activity. Oh, and speaking of that, parody, all those runs I did, I had the double drops on my ghost. Still only got four. Respawn's upset that he hasn't got as many hung jurors as everybody else. Yes. So, this trial to me. Man, you got one. How you coming at me like that, bro? I was just making a hung jury and mistrial joke, that's all. (laughs) Oh. So I just want to quickly go back over that that path, uh, uh, the parts of the quest for the path of the splicer. It basically says like for the first four weeks that we'll be doing the override mission. And then in week four, we've got to complete the expunged Tarantellus corrupted on Europa. So that's something new. And then the the linear fusion rifle. No, it's it's Taratus. Different word. Yes. Where uh, right. is this on the show? Now? Oh, and I see. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Tartar- Tartarus. 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 Oh, there, gotcha. you go. there you go. Yeah. And then Complete Tartarus on Europa. But it's a corrupted version. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. And then it says, 
the step five, which is probably the the week after, is destroy Quira in the expunged Delphi, which is where we can get if we do the flawless part, we can get the, that ghost. And then you've got to return to the tower, speak to Ikora, go to the Elixir New Wings and the helm, and receive a message from Lachmi, and then speak with Mithrax, and then that's it done. But that should be for for the next five or six weeks that that kind of what we'd be doing. Are you guys enjoying the doing the override missions and getting the weapons and and just playing that game mode? I mean, of of the override missions or not missions of this type of mission that we've had, I think the override is probably the most fun, right? Because it doesn't like the cabal one, for example, where you just had to run all the way to the end of the cabal or whatever, and 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 that was it while fighting all these armies of cabal. That was just pretty kind of boring rounds. Yeah, the battlegrounds. I I I did not like the battlegrounds, but this I think I don't want to say I like it per se, but I definitely like it better than the battlegrounds, and it, it is kind of entertaining with all the colors and the things that are changing and whatnot, right? So yeah, uh, yeah, the visuals alone, just, nothing else. The visuals alone make it better. Right? I think what kind of sets this the way it's from, is also better. Sets this apart from the the battlegrounds is that the weapons. The weapons are sought after weapons. It gives you a reason to go back and open that chest to see if you can get uh, you know, a god roll grid skipper or you know, the the auto rifle that's forgotten again. The auto rifle the Chroma Chroma Rush, Rush. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> you want to call it chaos. Yeah, I just got one with Feeding Frenzy Rampage, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, and it's quicker. Like it's it's like Sundial. It's like you're you're jumping in and there's things to do. There's things to kill. There's if you're trying to work on certain weapon kills or some you know, other objective, you can just go do that. And I like an activity that I can not just yeah look at, look at salts you know get sought after weapons and it's match made. It doesn't feel like I'm spending half my time like running into a new location or. Yep. You know, and that was sort of the problem with battlegrounds. So, yeah, I like that it's quick and it's fast, and there's there's sort of branching parts of it. You can go through the portal. You can not go through the portal. I've always enjoyed the six player match made stuff, and I think this is just you know, another good example of that. Yeah, and I I really enjoy the weapons. And speaking mm. of the weapons, I know last week we pointed out before anybody else jumped on it. I just like to say that. Oh about the wristwalker, the shotgun from the Iron Banner that was coming up, because we went over the the rolls, didn't we? And we found out by putting various different things into the D2 gunsmith, we could come up with a 100% range on that shotgun. And we kind of yep. pointed out to anybody that was listening on our side. And then I literally, I think it was two hours before Iron Banner dropped, I saw Lucky Tempe jump on the bandwagon and say, this, you know, you can get this God Roll shotgun and then everybody else throughout the week. But then it came out, didn't it, from Bungie. They they tweeted out, and they actually put a nice little help thing up on the page when you logged in to say that the, the wristwalker and the machine gun that was part of the quest was unobtainable from turning in your tokens and doing the bounties. It was only part of the quest that you'd get the shotgun and the machine gun to drop. So oh. it's worth doing it on all three characters this this time just so you can get those three different roles. Right. Yeah, and the machine guns, the Archon's Thunder. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that was, was going to be my question, because I remember them putting up the thing about the Archon's Thunder mach- machine gun being unobtainable. I didn't realize the Wristwalker was also yes. a one and done. You you do the quest line, and then that's it. There were a lot of people that had plowed like 2,000 tokens into the Iron Banner 
just mm-hmm. to see if That's... they can get a god roll. But I literally, I stopped after 200 tokens. I went, there's something wrong here. I'm only getting a hand can and a sniper. I'm going to stop. I didn't go any further. And I thought, maybe there is, maybe it is bugged. Maybe I have to do the quest first to get the shotgun. And then by the time I kind of got to the point in the shotgun quest, it then came out that said, you know, it was bugged, which was quite, it was quite quick of them to actually acknowledge and tell people. But, you know, maybe, maybe people miss that. When would also been nice tokens they, in. you know, what's the word? Fixed it, but, you know, beggars can't be they're, they're looking at trying to fix it for the next Iron Banner. That man, no. Look, okay. All right. Oh, I did God. not play Iron Banner this week. I'm not but, going to play Well, then Iron you, don't, you don't have anything no, to say on you this shut up. Shush, shush. You don't have anything to say all those that have been putting in the time... To get all these tokens and to try to get the rolls at this thing for Bungie to come out and say, oh, yeah, you can't get it outside of the mission and there's nothing we're going to do about it this week. They didn't say nothing. They said we're working on it, but we won't probably be able to get it fixed for this Iron Banner. It'll probably be fixed for next Iron Banner. So, yeah, same thing, different words. What day did they say it was broken? Was it at Tuesday at reset or was it partway through the week? Because I didn't touched my xbox until thursday and it was up by then i want to say I yeah. want to say wednesday it was a, it was about it was, it was not the day wednesday of. night i think yeah. for right. me and i posted 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 a link so anybody that we spoke to knew about it straight away yeah right i, I would much prefer bungie not identify an issue work on a fix test the fix and release the fix in a week that's a lot to ask i would much rather prefer them I'm not, I'm not i'm not saying you need to fix it what i'm saying is for those people that are out were. there that are wanting something like this they need to compensate them somehow right no 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 if no you no. can't if fix you are silly game, enough to plow two thousand tokens into lord saladin and not realize after 200 tokens you're getting no. the same two things no, no sir because i've seen people spend seven thousand of something trying to get a thing and they never got one no rng is a cruel mistress yes you can't you would, say that you would you check first say that i disagree i disagree some people first. some some people's rng is that bad all right That's to right. say that oh well they yep. they should have known by 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 not seeing it after 200 but if tokens. you plow through half 200 of your tokens, tokens is nothing. and you've got nothing tokens is what, four drops no that's nothing dude what are you talking right? about 10 20, drops. 20 tokens each if i plow oh, 200 20, why was i thinking 25 whatever that would no still idea. be eight not four point is is <laughs> you know some people's rng is that bad you're not going to get something in eight to ten drops come on man seriously yeah. yeah, but the, the new weapons, I feel like they're always like whatever the new loophole is. It seems like I don't know if the, they're weighted higher. At least it seems like they're weighted higher. Like I, I feel like I see a couple more of them, and maybe the just because that's what I'm looking for, I sort of ignore all the other crap I get. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I've I've held tokens for a while. One because I generally don't tend to plow things into the first iron banner anyway. Mm. I've got 1,500 tokens I'm sitting on. You know, A, sort of waiting for things to come up again, and B, I figure it's just there's no rush to do it in the first one. I'm, I, this is, and this is where I, being super late to the party every time, kind of benefit from all this. By the time people have been like, oh my God, we did this, and this is broken and terrible, I'm going, cool. I'm just starting playing this week. So thank you all for finding all the broken things for me so I know what not to do. I appreciate you all being my beta testers. I, I still think one should compensate people for the tokens that they burned, right? You know, it, uh, okay, so Bungie can okay. see who deposited what when, right? 
So for the people that deposited a thousand tokens or two hundred tokens or whatever, right? Bungie should refund those tokens. Ah, uh, they know? got or, they or got weapon parts and they got in, they got shards from it. So oh they got no, something. weapon parts! You know what? Whenever I'm going for God roll weapons, that's what I'm anxious for is weapon parts. Shut <laughs> the hell up! If, if they're going to refund the tokens, they should also take away every single maybe, drop they maybe got. Maybe not all. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with taking the drops if, too, but at yeah, least partial yeah, refund. Undo it. You, you want to do it, and also going back and undoing that is uh, no. That's an immense amount of work that no one's going to do, and is silly. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know, okay. So as as a metal ground, at least refund some no, number, some because, percentage of those tokens. Because if if for say for instance, these people had then dismantled the stuff that they had got from their let's say two thousand tokens, yeah. they got. Weapon parts, they got shards, Bungie's they got glimmer, whatever it is. But then, parts. but listen, if they then traded stuff in for with Spider and got like enhancement prisms, enhancement cores, blah blah blah, and done kind of the working out of using the stuff that they got from dismantling those things, traded it into something else, and then maybe put those on their armor, so they used their cores and their their shards, and they upgraded their armor. How is Bungie going to track? All you, of that back. How how many cores do you think you're gonna get out of there? They're, 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 but they're I'm saying three. They have to roll the character back. Like they have to basically roll the character back to undo all the changes. There is no like. And they wouldn't you, be no, able to do no, no, just. You guys are going they to wouldn't be able to just do that one at a base level. At a base everybody. level, just give them some percentage. Well, you're of just saying back. just give them some tokens back, so they yeah. earn other stuff. But now so, they should get free stuff because they made a a bit of a mistake. No, they didn't make a mistake. Bungie made the mistake. Just for the Titans. That they was Bungie's mistake. <laughs> Look, no matter which <laughs> way you think about this, there's always going to be issues. You, yeah, you won't be able to do it. There'll be people complaining on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I know they won't, but it, it, it sure would be nice if Bungie did. You know? Look, the number anyway, of people affected by this is just not worth talking about for this long. The reason why I brought this up is because the Wristwalker was, was meant to be a really good you know, we, we figured out you could get 100% range on it. And it's a lightweight shotgun. But, going back to the override missions, you can get the Sonja's Tail, which is a precision frame shotgun, which has a higher impact of 70. But, on certain rolls, you can get the range up to 96. So, I'm saying that if you want to farm for a weapon that is possible to farm for a weapon because you can do shotgun kills and something else kills to unlock the engram so you can focus these engrams if you want to to get this shotgun so that's what i'm saying is that there is a, another version of a shotgun out there that has higher impact and slightly less range but i'm guessing that it's probably going to be around the same it can also roll with uh, opening shot quick draw Accurized rounds, and then another barrel perk, which then maxes the range out to 96. So if you're looking for a good now, range is this, is impact this a shotgun, impact? it's a 70 impact. It's a high impact. It's a, no, this is a precision one, this shotgun. So you, in comparison, I'm just trying to look for my fell winters where that's gone. What are you looking for on the fell winters? I've got mine pulled up. Oh, I was I was looking to see what the impact is on it. Uh, eighty. Okay, and that's a it's a different kind of frame, isn't it? Is, this, is it a, a shot package impact. frame? Yeah, 
Yeah, the yeah. Scott uh, package is uh, the perk, not the frame. Yeah, it is an aggressive frame modified to have a more uniform pellet spread. Yeah, it's a complete. It's it's a, it's a one of its one of its own kind, isn't it? No other shotgun has that. Right. Okay. The point you're making is that the Sonja's tail you can get, okay. which is a seventy impact, and you can get the range up to ninety six with different barrel perks. Is so it's still a two shot crucible type of gun. Full bore is the the barrel. So yeah, if you get full bore, accurized, quick draw, an opening shot with a range masterwork, you can get it up to ninety six. So. Maybe a, something you can work on, bef- you know, in between iron banners. If you're worried about missing out on the wrist walker, that's the only reason I kind of brought it up. Well, I mean, the wrist walker is definitely a, a fun gun to have. Fun being the key word there, because you can't one shot at anywhere close to the ranges like any of these other shotguns can. So people will try to max out the range and use it for its two shot capability. Astacross has a whole video on this. You can go watch. Right? He he goes over the ins and outs, tries different roles. Tries to max out range to get that one hit kill. Tries to max out, you know, all kinds of different aspects of this gun to make it good. Mm-hmm. And in the end, he just it, it's it's not as good as any other shotgun that it could be. You know, the only benefit is you can max out the range on it, which is you know it's it it makes it fun, but it doesn't make it any more usable than any of the other shotguns we already have, right? So. I mean, that's the end result. If you missed out on the gun, okay, I get it. You might be a little upset, but you're not really missing out on it, aside from the aesthetics, because it is a beautiful gun. And I tell you what, if weapon um, transmog was a thing, I'd have farmed for that shotgun, because visually speaking, it's a very, very good-looking shotgun. Is that Astro Cross's video, Riz Walker Iron Banner Shotgun? Meh. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's the one. We'll throw that in the show notes. No, but the reason why I was saying that is because it's a little bit better than the uh, Seventh Seraph CQC, which a lot of people do use, which is the same archetype as the Wrist Walker. They use Although it the... to, for Warmind builds, though. Not for... No, they don't. They use it in PvP. What? I know. Why? It's a because it's a lightweight shotgun, but the precision ones are seventy impact, but you can get more range on them. Yeah. So the precision frames are fires a single slug round. This weapon's yep. recoil pattern is more predictably vertical. So these are slug round shotguns. Indeed. But like the Sondra's tail, might be worth looking into if you are a shotgun player and you do enjoy these weapons. And here's a twist you'll never expect coming. Isn't that what you're, what's a good uh, for DPS in Deepstone Deep Crypt? Crypt? Uh, double, yes double and shot. no. You want the high oh. impact. Slug shotgun. Ah, okay. I was gonna say, assuming you don't have all the things they tell you to have, yeah. load in with two shotguns and do your million damage that way. <laughs> yeah, you you want the high impact slugs. So your season of spices iron banner quest for this season, if you have missed it this week, it will be continuous for the next couple of iron banners that are around for season of splicer. Step one is leverage the void. Although you don't have to use void, you can use arc. So is Defeat 30 Guardians, capture 10 zones, and kill 10 Guardians with abilities. That's either Arc or Void, Final Blows. That's abilities, not weapons. Step 2, negotiation by force. So you have to complete 6 matches, and these are accruable as well. So if you get to the final step, which I think says like 
one of the steps is defeat 100 guardians if you've already killed like 100 guardians before you get to that step it already ticks the box off which is quite nice so step two was complete six matches capture 20 zones and get 20 hand cannon final blows step three adversarial relations is 10 sniper rifle final blows and that can be body shots uh, you know i can attest to that i've done a lot of body shots after other people have shot that person many times and i've got that final shot on and they've got quite upset with me uh defeat 100 guardians oh. and capture 30 zones so again if you've already captured the 30 zones before you get to that step like i had and the many guardians that i tried to kill with sniper rifles before that it will uh, also kind of completes for you that bit step four hostile takeovers capture 40 zones 15 melees and 10 final blows with shotguns step five is gunboat diplomacy is 15 supers final blows 25 match points and three match points for a win and one for a loss and three final blows with machine guns and then step six reaping rewards go back to saladin he'll give you a new shader I'm not sure if he gives you an emblem this season i think it's a, a helmet on um, each step you get like a piece of armor and i think it's a one of the weapons from each step so i think when it says step two you have to get the hand cannons at the end of step one it will give you a hand cannon at the end of step two it will give you the sniper rifle at the end yep. of step three it'll give you a, the, a version of the the wrist walker so this is why it's best it was best to do this week on all three characters because that was your only chance to get the wrist walker after you've done your 10 shotgun final blows it then gives you the machine gun and then you get your three machine gun kills and that gives you the last, one of your last pieces of armor and then go back to salad and he gives you the helmet i believe which is the last piece so really, they're limited to three heavy weapon kills so they, <laughs> they're like if we make it three hopefully we don't have to you know just auto complete it this time around because right. I, I, I really don't get that why they have to put that in <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah the heavy ammo it's like at least it's now you know your team can grab it so you know when your team is at that step because they're all like huddling and putting walls up around the heavy being like all right this is our chance this is our chance to get this stupid thing to hunt after that we don't care like i've you know i've never seen more sniper rifles than iron banner of like you come around a corner, and there's just three people camping with snipers. It's like, nope, uh, I'm, I'll be right there with you soon. I get it. Right, you just see, you just see the red dots, like four of them. Um, but hey, guys, uh, I'm about yes. to have to leave. So if I'm gonna do the rant, it's gonna be now. Well, not the rant, the roundup. Oh, round us up. So report round us up. Yeah. Here's your first look at the Bungie Day 2021 emblem. Everybody, you can see it. Do you there like it this emblem? Right is this there. one that is approved by Hunter Master Rager? I think I think it is. I think it's nice. Um, uh, well done, yeah. Bungie. You've got an approval. Right. I, 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 would, I, would, I would acquire this. I don't know if I would wear it, but I'd definitely acquire it. Uh, Bungie Day is July 7th or 7-7. Every year, for the new players, every year Bungie does something special on 7-7. So this is what you're getting this Bungie Day. Probably not the only thing you're going to get this Bungie Day, but this is one. It, it could be. Let's see. Uh, Destiny News says, New Destiny 2 Throne of Atheon Emote Bundle is now available for purchase on Steam. And so it was that... like Parody said it was. It's sitting on the throne of atheon much like we had with the sipping of the wine yeah but this is way more chair. regal this one looks way more regal than just relaxing in Callus's chairs so of the two i'd like Callus better but i would rock that one 
considering you how you I don't somebody, have the callus there. <laughs> can you knock somebody off the map while they sit in that throne? That's the real question. Of course question. you can. Obviously you can. Of course you can. Um, Joe Blackburn. Every Friday morning, the Destiny team sets aside two hours to give everyone time with their work week to play the Destiny that's out in the wild. Wait. Within their work week to play the Destiny that's out in the wild. Okay, I see. Yeah. Uh, very fortunate to work somewhat that. Very fortunate to work some somewhere. Ask. Okay, that's what it is. Somewhere that understands the value of seeing the game through our players' eyes. <laughs> I need to learn to read. Bungie Help okay. says, due to an issue where the energy accelerant artifact mod can unintentionally affect damage from certain weapon, including Telesto, it has been disabled. Damn it! Until we can deploy a hot break, we will provide additional info when possible. Yes. There's another Acid Cross video out there that very specifically talks about this mod and all the different weapons up to and including some of the fusion rifles that are out there that benefit from this. But right? there's no point in watching that now if it's been disabled because they'll just he'll have to make another one saying this is what actually works on now. <laughs> yes. But if you want to go back and read it just for the entertainment value because it was hilarious, that's also uh, whatever. All right, so DMG says team is taking into the Iron Banner job, so exactly the goal is to get the shotgun and machine gun into the vendor bounty pool by the next Iron Banner. Until then, hit that quest on all three characters. I lucked out. Decent roll. Yeah. Nobody cares about you, DMG. Uh, cool guy. Occluded finality is broken. Which is the if sniper rifle from yeah. Iron Banner. If you're brave enough to tame it, skilled enough to get comfortable with the zoom... You will be rewarded. It's broken strong. I have the footage to back it up. Review late tonight or tomorrow. There's an Astrocross video where he's using this. He's not there's reviewing also a, it. Right? There's also he a is, cool guy video which he's put out, which I'll link in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was curious about because I listened to Massive Breakdown this week and they were like, Mercules was like, cool guy talked about this and I don't want to spoil it for him since he did all the work and testing. And yeah, how about the zoom? Because it's like, if not, if not like the highest zoom sniper, it's a very high zoom sniper. Because I pull that out in Iron yeah. Banner, thinking I could use it. No, no, I cannot. Because it's like no, I can see I your can. eyeball from three yeah. blocks away, and that's not gonna and, help and, me. And that's a problem Astrocross was having because initially he hated it, but people were telling him to use it, and he's like, "Are we really gonna do a review on this?" And he ended up using it, and there's some good, good and bad things about it. If you want to take a look at his video. Uh, DMG04 says, we know you're hungry for some commentary from the team on things like armor synthesis, stasis, and more. Launch has been wild, and we're all actively watching the concert... conversation, Conver sorry, and consuming conversation. I said conversation, shut up. Once we have the info, we'll be happy to share it with you. Much love. Nobody loves you! <clears throat> sorry. Uh, hey, DMG uh, did also uh, reply to Cool Guy on his broken shot player. sniper rifle, saying, "Show me." Oh yeah, that. I thought it. Was... Uh, DMG says, "Hey all, got some information from the team. The Gamut Prime armors of each class shared the same armor arrangement, and were unable to make varying levels glow between illicit, outlawed, and notorious. As such, all Gamut Prime armors of each role." of each class was reduced down to one set to prevent accidental over-purchasing. Now, was it the illicit set? You know, it, is it Yes, the good one? it was the basic one yeah. that doesn't glow as much as the Notorious. Unfortunately. Uh, I said illicit was a good one. I'm tired today. Whatever. 
Uh, point at DMG commented on weapon node changes in some Reddit forum. Says, team is currently investigating this. If you find, if you find you have a swarm in this state, do not attempt to select bottomless grief as it may prevent future a future fix from working. Okay, so if you have bottomless grief on a swarm, don't select it. Is the takeaway? So yeah, because that was the one where they were pulling. Were they pulling that off the selectable? That was their solution for the season. Pulling it off, uh, just making it inherent. So thing? if it's selected, it'll probably break. Whatever you know, whatever. Whenever they try to apply the fix, or at least break it on your particular gun. And I don't right, think yeah, that be, yeah. Uh, DMG zero four says, "Hey, sorry to hear you're hitting this issue. What issue? What is this replying to?" This is that people still can't log on to the game since Season of the Splices began. Oof. Hey, Even sorry today, to up till today. Many thanks for, for providing that level of detail on what's going on. Can you post this to the help forms over on Budgie.net or throw me a link to one that you may have already posted? This gets your info in front of other player support team. I'm sorry, our player support team, and helps us pull account data to see what's going on. That sucks. Whoever is still having that, my heart goes out to you. That is, mm. that's rough, man. Uh, and Destiny. Let's News face it, says, they probably won't be listening to this podcast. They're probably fed up with Bungie <laughs> and Destiny at this point. No, no. Let's hope they listen to our podcast. If nothing else than entertainment, that cheers, okay? yeah, cheers them up. Because we are an entertainment channel that just happens to talk about destiny not the other way around okay okay oh my god <laughs> destiny news says yes wyverns will be in the vault of glass raid destiny news also says unstoppable wyverns in master vog oh no oh no it's gonna hurt i'm gonna I'm watch whoever's doing worlds first today to see if that's the thing and then i'm gonna feel bad for them but on that note Sorry to cut everybody on the stream short, but I do have to bounce today. Gentlemen, I'm going to see you when I see you. I need a deuces. And, uh, yeah, so. Deuces. deuces. Something. All right, now we can get the show started an hour and a half in. No, but we we have got a lot of stuff covered. Got we have. There was, there was a surprising amount to cover that was not in, not from official Bungie.net. You know what? And I thought that. I thought when we... When I was researching the show this week, I thought, well, all we've got is the twelve. There's there's just the twelve, and then sneakily over time they, they drop that other patch note. Then they drop the oh, this is what happened with the XP. And then they've done a couple of articles and it's like all these other little bits that have popped up on Reddit and and Twitter. It's like now we have a full show. I, I was scared that this would just be a half an hour show. Actually, oh, yeah. who am I kidding? It wouldn't yeah. have been a half an hour show with Respawn here. It was 40 minutes just to get into the show. What do you mean a half an hour show? That could never happen with him here. Uh, so do we want to go 12 next, or do we want to do... I mean, well, I guess we can sort of do 12 and all the glass news, because it's all yeah. one and the same. Yes, we can. So by the time you hear this, the, the Vault of Glass raid will be out and already completed. But we will just cover this week at Bungie for the 20th of May, 2021. 
So they say that they cracked open the vault of glass. We're a little over a week into the season of spices. Things have been a little crazy, so to speak. The Vex have cast the last city into an endless night. The Vanguard need your help. We found our first clues on Europa, thanks to the aid of Mithrax, but have more networks to crash. Now, Guardians are flying to the moon for another crack at the code. And next week, we'll be going to Tangled Shore. As you take on the Vex and their simulations, fresh loot has been up for grabs. The Grid Skipper and Chroma Rush which have been really nice weapons to kind of look at. They have. I've been ripping the Vex into shreds in Override. Lord Saladin has some new tools of destruction that you can't kind of get. You can earn them, but you, you can't can... kind of get them any other way. You can get them, you can earn them, and only one. Get your one, you move along. Yeah. And Respawn's been very upset this week from farming some Nightfalls and only getting, what was it, two or three Hung Jurors and not the roles that he wanted. Yeah, four or five. And yeah, so Hung Jury is our Nightfall reward, and it's out there, and then you can have a Scout Rifle that you love, but then you realize Scout Rifles are still in a terrible spot, and then be sad. Yeah, and your Hung Jury uh, can roll with Firefly, so who doesn't love a good Firefly? Mm. So Vault of Glass will be opened and probably completed, and hopefully, like it has been with previous raids, that there'll be some... It'll either be a story beat for the why the reason the, the Vault of Glass has been opened and why it's been completed. It has a knock-on effect in the world like we had with The Last Wish, having a knock-on effect like we had with the Deepstone Crypt with, spoilers, the satellite crashing. Yeah, there's, there's something... I mean, at least we're... Because we, I know we talked about sort of like, why is the Vault of Glass coming back? Where is the story? The planet it's on isn't even here in the game anymore. So it's at least like we're in the middle of a you know a vex simulation, a vex takeover. So at least there's like some story relation to that. Hopefully, but yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if yeah, some new activity or some new version of override opens up, or ex something happens in expunge, or yeah, or there's some secret quest that people find later today when it gets completed. It, Bungie does sort of like to trigger the hey, you know, the world's first raid completion happens, and then something occurs because of that. Mm. So congratulations to the team that have actually completed it. Hopefully you've completed it within the first 24 hours and actually got the emblems and everything else because contest mode will be live only for those 24 hours. But it will come back at some other point. So completing each encounter in this new, newly unlocked challenge mode while also finishing the curated list of triumphs will be how a fire team crosses the world's first finishing line. And then to remove the guesswork in challenge mode, your team will wipe if you fail the conditions of the triumph during the encounter. So it, it is now um, about an hour and a half, you know, about 90 minutes prior to Vault of Glass launching. Do you think this is going to be just speculation? Do you think this is going to be a super quick clear? Do you think it'll be like, you know, three, four hours in because people sort of know Vault of Glass? Or do you think these challenges are going to take people? Because are they telling us what the challenges are? Because I sort of haven't really kept up. Well, I can go through the tri triumphs, which also have the challenges, but they only have the name of what the triumph is. Yes, so you're still figuring out that mechanic of what is the challenge I'm trying to do and then wiping every time I fail it. So we could have a quick guess at this, but let, let's go over these quickly. So you try out Vault of Glass, complete any version of the Vault of Glass. That's going to be an easy one. That's not going to be a challenge mode. Uh, Tempo's Edge, which is complete the Vault of Glass raid within the encounter challenge within the first 24 hours. So that's part of doing the whole challenge mode. Uh, you get a emblem for that. Oh, I wish I could do that. Flawless, Vault of Glass. Complete the Vault of Glass raid without dying. That might not be part of the challenge mode. I couldn't see that being part of the challenge mode if people have to wipe and then go back to orbit. Unless it's yeah. like what we speculated of 
if you wipe and go back to orbit, you have to go back to the first challenge. So that's the only way. But then if members of your team still die within the encounters, then it wouldn't be a flawless. So I'm guessing this is just something you could kind of do this. We could do this in Destiny 1. There was a, a flawless challenge, but the, I think they're bringing these back for the, the new raids. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing because it just says your team will wipe if you fail, not wipe and like you restart the raid. So I'm guessing it's just you wipe immediately when you fail the challenge, not like, you know, you wipe can figure it out. Like, I don't think it's going to kick you back to orbit, though, maybe. But since it's a raid, I wouldn't see that happening. How many hidden chests did we have in Destiny 1? Was it five and there was a sixth one that no one could ever find or four and then there was a fifth one? I can't remember now. I know we well, talked about it weeks ago. There is a triumph for it, which is temporal caches. Loot all the hidden chests in the Vault of Glass Raid and it only has four listed. Hmm. And I'm guessing that one's going to be... I, I'm guessing they're all going to be in those locations that they were in Destiny 1. I don't think they're going to be changing it that much. But... If there was going to be a hidden one that they brought over from Destiny 1 that there was always hinted by from Luke Smith, this would be the time to do it. One of the other triumphs is Pearl of Glass. Find all the collectibles hidden within the Vault Glass. So I don't think this is going to be part of the challenge mode. Because there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, yeah. 6, 7, yeah, uh, 8, 9, one. 10, 11, 12. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, the challenge mode, I'm sure it's a mechanic in these encounters. It isn't, you know, go find all these things. Because that's a thing you go do in subsequent runs or as you as you learn it and get it done you know like the dead down to d1 and stuff yeah you have vault of clans which is complete all the encounters of old glass with a full fire team of clan mates uh charge glass which is vault of glass with a full arc team melted which is solar and empty glass which is void and then vault of class complete all encounters of the vault of glass raid with a full fire team of the same class <laughs> so titans ahoy mm -hmm. so i think these are the these are part of the challenge modes break no plates complete the waking ruins encounter while not losing a single plate to the vex uh wait for it ah complete the confluxes during challenge mode so what do you think this is for wait for it with the confluxes do you think you have to so these are the the confluxes it starts off with one at the back doesn't it to start off with and then you have the one on the left and the right come up and you split the team then into two teams of three and then the third time the confluxes come up it was three teams of two two people on each conflux so do you think that you have to there's some kind of time frame between defending them or do you have to wait till the vex tries to I don't know. They merge with it, don't they? They kind of just go into that void. Wait, wait until they go into it, and then you have to kill them. Either that, or there's like the champion you have to burn down first, or there's, or you, you need to, you need like some buff maybe to destroy the oracles. You, you need to, you know, kill something to get a buff to then do the damage or something, as opposed to just pouring damage into it. I don't know. Uh, Dragon's Den is complete the conflux encounters while defeating wyverns with only super damage. Hmm. The only oracle for you, complete the oracles challenge mode. So I'm guessing that with this one, there is each member of the fire team has to take a specific oracle and only you can shoot that oracle. I think that oh, one's but... going to be pretty straightforward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you are responsible for that one. <laughs> yep. Sorry? Is, is you not the oracle? You said confluxes and my brain went to oracles. <laughs> Did I say it? <laughs> On the yeah, the yeah the only oracle for you complete the oracle challenge, right? Yeah. So yeah, this is just you, you, the oracles that kind of bong in the sky. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. But before that, you were talking about the confluxes, which I, which I, in my brain, uh, okay. When you said conflux, my brain went to the Oracle one because I couldn't, I, I couldn't remember the conflux one at first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now I've caught up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking before. Have it's you got any long. other? <laughs> you haven't got any thoughts on what the Oracle challenge might be then? Um, no, I mean, I think I agree with you. It's yeah. Each person, each person does one oracle, one one guardian per oracle, and melt it down, and everybody's happy. While you're being, you know, mm. murdered by unstoppable wyverns and the like. Yeah, and hobgoblins. Don't forget, they keep spawning. So take cover. Don't defeat any hobgoblins during the oracle encounter. Another mm. challenge mode. Out of its way. Complete the Templar challenge mode. So. Is this allowing it to teleport? Because there were two kind of tele- no, there was with a th- there were three teleports, couldn't there? That the Templar could teleport to around that map. That if you stood in the ring with the shield, you could kind of block it from teleporting to that area. So that was the whole kind of way of kind of melting him down really quickly, wasn't it? That the person with the shield would stop him from teleporting, or even a Titan with a bubble would be in that that um, square with the, the ring around it to stop him teleporting. You then use your shield to kind of do that blast to take down his shield and then burn him down quicker. So the more times that he teleported around the map, uh, the, the slower it kind of the encounter went. So maybe this is to stop him from kind of teleporting. Or maybe not, because the next one is tempered teleport. Complete the Templar encounter while never blocking the Templar's teleports. Oh, maybe that's not. Maybe that's the other version of it. So maybe the challenge mode is to block it, and then the next challenge, or not even yeah. a challenge, just the triumph, yeah, the triumph, to let it just wander around the map and just defeat it as is. Yeah, yeah. Let 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 it get, let it do like through all three teleports or something, because you're still going to be facing champions and everything else while that's. I don't mm. know. Uh, you've got two fast, two Gorgons. Complete the Gorgon Labyrinth encounter while defeating two or more Gorgons within three seconds of each other. Jeez, you're going to have to wait until after challenge mode to do that one, I think, because don't forget you're, you're capped at 25 power below the, the required level. So those things are a beefy little monsters, aren't they? Could you even, I mean, I remember in D1, like I think there was a challenge or a triumph or something for doing one of them. Yeah. But even that took like every last bit of strength with six guardians pouring all their DPS into it. Yeah, but so looking at all the different mods and things that we now have and the weapons yeah. that we we now have, I think after challenge mode that one won't be so much of an issue. Yeah, it's quite so impossible. Yeah, or or they've lowered the you know absurd health they had because yeah it was and I assume you can you know p- you know pick one at a time so you don't alert the rest of them wiping the encounter like it D one. So, Strangers in Time, this is another one of the challenges. Complete the Gatekeeper challenge mode. So, this is where you, again, had to take the Relic Shield and you went into either Portal on either side. You then had to defeat the, um, uh, whatever they were, the... Yeah, the Minotaurs? I uh, yeah, I think there were Minotaurs and there were the... I, I totally uh, forgot about that. Hydras. Them. Yeah, yeah, because like, you, you went in and you sort of, like... In, or... We were going with like a team of three, one person with the shield, the other two just like DPSing the Hydras and Minotaurs, like going like down the steps and up the steps, more or less. Yeah. And then other you had to kind of get... go down the steps, up the steps, kill the thing, then come back through. And then you had to get to the conflux that was 
constantly being bombarded outside and then minotaurs would come back out the portals once you kind of had done both portals so you then had to defend it for a couple more seconds so i don't know strangers in time maybe this is the same person has to do both portals i don't know this yeah. is going to be a hard one to kind of figure out because I'm not sure or, whether they've based some of these challenge modes off of what we initially did as part of the way we did D1 Vault of Glass in the end, because there are a lot of strats of how to do it and get it done quicker. And sometimes you take both Relic Keepers with both shields into each thing, or maybe you have to split up. Maybe it's going back to the original way of how they envisaged you doing Vault of Glass, is that one person went into each and you both have to kind of do it at the same time. Wasn't that the idea? Yeah, and that's sort of what the Strangers of Time sounds like. It makes me think of like, yeah, you either have to, or like each person can only go into one of them. Like you have to hand off the shield or something like that. Like you can only do, you either only send one person in at a time or yeah, only like each time you go in it has to be a different person. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, I'll be really curious. Because again, <laughs> in a worse, by the time people are hearing this, we will more or less already know, assuming this doesn't take, you know, 20 hours to clear, which doesn't feel like it's going to, but I, I kind of feel like it's going to be a fairly quick one, you know, five or six hours, maybe not one of these like 24 hour affairs. Yeah. Just because just people are familiar with the raid overall and not having to try that out in addition to these challenge modes. But yeah, but Bungie can be real sneaky. I, some of these mechanics they come up with are boggle the mind. Hmm. So we have Rabid Relic, complete the Gatekeeper encounter while only using Relic Super Damage to defeat Praetorians. You have Assembler's Refrain, complete the Assembler's Refrain challenge in the Atheon encounter. Now I'm thinking for this one, because this is part of the challenge mode, is that the normal strat would be to kind of get your Relic and go and stand on that middle cube just below Atheon and put your Titan Bubble down and everyone DPS through the shield. I'm thinking that maybe you can't do that this time. Maybe you have to split up. There has to be two teams of three. Maybe only three people can kind of be with the relic at the time. So other people have to do other things. So the encounter takes a little bit longer. Maybe you can't all assemble. That's why it's saying it assemble as refrain. So you can't all be in the same position. Yeah, or, or they've taken that little... Because there was a little platform you jumped down to. Mm. Or they... They've taken like take that platform away entirely, so you can't. So yeah, there's some other. Yeah, you sort of have to say, or 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 maybe like like a vex wall. One of those like vex walls come down, not the deletion wall, but the like keep you apart wall. So like you do have one team on the left, one team on the right, and you're split up and have to stay that way or something. Yeah. Mm. Lots lots of fun vex mechanics to play with. Yeah. Eyes on Atheon. Defeat Atheon without destroying any supplicants. So the supplicants were the were they the harpies that blew up? Yes, they they were the ones. Yeah, they would fly around the map and blow you up, and you had to like stand on the the platforms and shoot down because like they couldn't quite reach you up there. <laughs> well, it's they wild. can still shoot like, you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, I mean they couldn't because they would swarm you too. Like if you were on the if you were the one guardian on the ground, you would just have like a pack of rabid dogs. You know, all these supplicants around you and blowing you up. Mm. It's wild how much of this, like, I haven't run Volta Glass since, like, you know, D1. Yeah. It's wild how much of this, like, what, I, I don't recognize it at first. Then you say something, I'm like, oh, no, no, the, the memories are all flooding back. Good, good, bad, and otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see if that 
that portal over on that rock mm-hmm. in the jumping puzzle has anything to kind of do with the, the Whisper of the Worm mission that if you look through, you'll be able to see that. I'm very curious to see if they've done anything with that. I mean, to be honest, with, with all of this Vault of Glass coming back, I thought it would have been the prime opportunity for Bungie to kind of, I kind of iterate, is that the word? To kind of evolve that raid in somewhat, to kind of maybe expand it, to make it bigger, make you know new mm-hmm. encounters or the encounters be able to do different things because it's in a like a different time. Yeah, like like do it and make it something different and new, not just hey, it's a thing with some different challenges. And maybe and maybe they did more than we expect, but I, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't hold your breath for that. But yeah, I sort of agree. It would be a good opportunity for that to bring it back out as the first big thing and sort of this iconic raid and this iconic piece of content you're bringing back to us. I mean, there must have been things in development when they were developing Vault of Glass that they kind of had to put on, the, like, the sidelines. They had to to make it kind of this unique thing, which they did. But then maybe there's... Like, when you open the big gate, the, the door to start off with, maybe, you know, I'm, I was you know just throwing this out there to you, that when that door opens, as soon as the Guardians go through, it kind of warps them from that point to somewhere else. And it starts the raid completely different. And there's somewhere else that you have to go and do and defeat a different boss to then get teleported back to the original Vault of Glass to then do another encounter that you're kind of familiar with, but maybe the setting's slightly different. And then mm-hmm. you ha- then have to, as you're progressing through it again, you kind of you go through a different part of the Gorgon maze or the Gorgon maze is different to then get to the jumping puzzle. But the jumping puzzle takes you somewhere different and you have to go through that portal over over towards the left and then that takes you another way round to finally get back up to you know that the door is kind of completely shut off from where you could normally go to there's a different way into or maybe there's a different version of the vault of glass you know it's um in a different times time frame or time zone whatever but i'm that's the way i would have thought it that they would kind of kind of do something with it rather than kind of just bring it back Right, yeah, like same setting, but different encounters, different... Like, you go into the Vault of Glass, but it's a totally different vault than what you remember. Because Mm. of the Vex, and they can remake whatever they'd like. Yeah. What else have we got? Sorry. I've got... Went off on a tangent, then. No, all good. Yeah, and and we've... I mean, just to mention, too, we've got three weeks that, you know, after Vault... Again, Vault of Glass, by the time you all, lovely listeners, hear this, Vault of Glass will be out, and we'll probably have a raid winner, so congratulations to... Um, whoever managed to do that. Maybe this will be Dado's first win, finally. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, but then three weeks from now, we do get the Vault of Glass raid challenges. So that's something else to look forward to, as I know all you raiders out there are looking to either re-experience Vault of Glass or, you know, for a lot of people, experience it for the first time. So there will be those raid challenges coming June 15th, which will just add another little bit of little bit of fun, another twist to it. So you know, we'll have a thousand videos out between now and then telling yeah. you here's how to do every part and piece. So there's Master Glasser, which is complete the Vault of Glass on Master Difficulty, and this is part of doing those challenges. So I'm guessing that maybe it'll either be rotated challenges each week, like we've had with the Deepstone Crypt and other raids in the past, that each week there'll be a specific challenge up that you need to go and complete. So, um, yeah, that, that'll probably be the way of kind of completing that. And then that's it for your your triumphs. And if you do complete Master Glasser, you get the Vault Strider, which is the ship. 
Interesting. And even though it's a moot point for now, but, you know, it, it's, I guess, for the sake of completion, we'll mention that the Hunter Exar Eater scales have been disabled for the first 24 hours of all glass because there's an issue where um, a lot more damage was being generated than they had intended. So we don't want Hunters to take this race like they did the Guardian games. We'll be putting this exotic on a short timeout. Plan ahead to make sure you have another pair of pants infused to the appropriate level before beginning the raid. So Hunters, change your pants and you'll be good to go. And if you're, you know, again, this all feels silly speaking to you from the past because you all will have known what happened. Professor Broman and Rec are going to sit and give you some lovely world commentary on uh, Twitch. So that's Rec1568 and Professor Broman. They'll tell us all the good things going on, and uh, yeah, it's always fun to hop over to Twitch to see who's who's doing well, who's doing what, as people get close, hopping back and forth to see who's going to take it at the end. And, and I'm we'll... guessing it'll, it'll still be up afterwards, so if anybody does miss it and they want to see how it's all kind of done and don't oh, mind oh, any spoilers, then you can go back and watch it, I guess. Yep. Yeah, and then, you know, there's a whole bunch of bungee rewards that they've, they've uh, teased in the past. So if you're able to complete the Vault of Glass by May 25th, which is... Reset Tuesday, day, I think. Yep, Reset yeah. Tuesday, 9.59am. So yeah, right before Reset on Tuesday, you can earn the Vault of Glass Raid Ring, which, I mean, just looks phenomenal. Um, but I, I, of course, will not be earning this or uh, really being able to play it between now and then. But you may be able to earn yourself a raid jacket. I will. That's true. Because you have until June 1st at reset to complete the raid until and get your raid jacket, which, again, I almost appreciate that the Vault of Glass jacket is sort of really sort of subtle and understated on the outside. It's got some of the, you know, uh, the you've wiped skull patches. But then inside just has a crazy, like, Destiny, Volta Glass, Vex look to it. And then you've got until June 30th on both of those to claim. Claim your actual reward, or uh, more likely, beg your friends or popular streamers on YouTube saying, hey, does somebody have a code for this so I can buy it? <laughs> uh, it, it looks more of a rain jacket than anything else this time. It does. So, I mean, perfect perfect for the UK. Perfect for the, you know, Pacific Northwest to upward budgies. It's rainy. They need jackets. And then also your Volta Glass pin, your Volta Glass art print, and your Razor Glass emblem will be available on the Bungie Rewards page. So if that's your thing, check out the Bungie Rewards for all your good Volta Glass goodness. And uh, we'll leave those items for you to uncover as you make your way down into the vault and get all of that sweet, sweet legendary loot. So last week, there was a bit of a kerfuffle that we had with some crossplay that seemed to kind of go live and then was turned mm -hmm. off. But now it's going to go back live again. But then, according to Cheese Forever, you could still kind of do it now. And I'll link the video in the show notes if you're interested in seeing how you can do it at the moment. But officially, next week, Crossplay is going to come with a beta. So in early hours of Season of Spicer, a few of you got your first unfiltered taste of Crossplay. Even though this was caused by a bug, that's still a bug, we saw players mingling between platforms, which was awesome. That said, we need to smash that bug like a subscription button to get our release back on track well you kind of haven't done that um while our current goal is for crossplay to ship in season 15 we have a list of things to do before it's ready one of which is starting a beta next week yes you read that right or you've heard that right from me because i'm telling you what i've read kind of thing you are formally invited to the destiny 2 crossplay beta this will serve as a short, sweet, and important moment in development of this feature. From May 25th 
So that we just established is reset on Tuesday through to May 27th, which is Thursday. A unique Vanguard Strike cross-play beta playlist will be available to all players in Destiny 2. You'll be match made with Guardians playing on PlayStation, Xbox, Steam and Stadia. As you fight through the enemy waves of darkness, our teams will be scouring the data and preforming a multitude of actions to test the integrity of our upcoming cross-play systems. As a token of appreciation for your time and effort, any player who completes three strikes in the Vanguard Strike cross-play beta playlist will be rewarded with a unique star crossed emblem. Now, before you ask, the crossplay beta will be restricted to match-made activities. You won't be able to form a fire team just yet, and you won't be able to send invites to friends. We're specifically targeting our matchmaking system as we prepare this feature for next season. Many thanks in advance. We're incredibly excited for crossplay and the bright future of this feature will bring to the uniting the guardians from around the world, no matter which platform they play on. Now, guess what, Parody? We don't need to go into the prime rewards. Because last week on the show, as you kind of snuck out quickly, we went over this because it kind of popped up after they'd already released the TWARP. But I will quickly tell you, there are Prime rewards if you go to the Bungie.net site and Prime Gaming, link your game account to Prime Gaming. There's an exotic that you can get. There's an exotic sparrow and an, a ghost projection. Yep. So mark your calendars. As you hear this, the next Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, play some strikes. Play them with people on other platforms. Earn yourself an emblem and uh, help Bungie make the game a little bit less broken. And speaking of making the game less broken, it's time for Hotfix 3.2.0.2 because we love making the game less broken. And the player, su player support has a report. God, I said that three times fast. And this is going to go live on Tuesday, May 25th at Daily Reset. So here's a sampling of the list of issues being addressed. Completing eight bounties for the Servitor Splicer Weekly Challenge will now actually give you pinnacle gear as it's meant to. The energy accelerant no longer increases damage against players. Additionally, the energy accelerant no longer increases the base damage of our good friends the Symmetry, the Black Talon, the Deathbringer, and Telesto. So those were the four things that were doing a little more than they should have. Fix an issue where the exotic catalyst for the sidearm, the Cryosthesia 77K, was incorrectly accruing progress through the energy slot weapon kills. And the Presage activity will now reward Pinnacle Gear as intended. Presage, Presage, Presage. The thing I'm, I've run I like to doing get that mission. Never walked back into again. I, I should like it more. I should run it more than once, at least to get the catalyst, but we're not there yet. I'm also not going to be world of glass. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely <laughs> not going to be the world of glass first, or the vault of glass first. So again, um, the raid race is going on. It, it, it has already gone on. Uh, someone has done a thing. Someone has claimed the Tempo's Edge triumph. Someone will be called the world's first by Bungie on Twitter after verification from the analytics team. One day, one day it might be us. One day we might actually throw our proper hats in the ring and try this. Yep, and this this would have been the okay. one that we would have thought about it, but yeah, again, it, it's not not today. Mm -mm. No, because um, today's a special day for you, isn't it? It is indeed. It's Vault of Glass Day, which is which is the traditional eleven year wedding anniversary in the U.S. It's it's, it's the Vault of Glass. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if people knew that, but that's that's what it is. So just it throwing is. that out there, to everyone. Um, also, again, I'm not going to go into in depth about the world's first because by the time you hear this, it'll already be done, and somebody will done. So go congratulate. Moan about how you think they cheated or how life is up. 
because other things unfair is known issues. Um, if you're trying to read the game with Cyrillic characters, uh, they aren't appearing properly. Some universal ornaments may incorrectly display a number on the ornament in the appearance screen. Our, our friend, the uh, the server splicer, he wasn't giving you powerful. He was giving you powerful gear, not pinnacle gear. The Titan Guardian Games contender play chest still does not appear in the preview and customization screens because Titans are, are empty inside. They have have nothing. There's nothing there. Some seasonal emblems from the season of the splicers are missing their associated stat tracker. Shaders that came on pre-built armor, such as the Iron Banner shaders, appear before the default option in the Appearance Customization menu, which seems kind of like a perk, not a bug, but here we go. The Join command on Steam is still not functioning pr properly. The Empty Tank Lost Sector is rewarding Helmet Exotics when Lake Exotics are advertised. Fallout was very upset about because he'd worked very hard on his list of things because the order should be in the Lost Sector drops chest, helmet, legs, gauntlet, chest, helmet, legs, gauntlet. And then Bungie went and told us one thing and dropped another thing. And a white pixelated bar may appear over the game mode banner in the Crucible intro screen. Yes, I've noticed that in Iron Banner this week. Hmm, haven't seen that one. And that's all of our known issues. Although well, speaking of... this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the new issues this week. There's a new issues article. Again, if you are seeing issues, you know, getting into the game at all, follow with Bungie, you know, give them information, tell them about your account, because the more information they collect, the better they can help fix things. I know you've played Iron Banner. I've played Iron Banner. Are you enjoying the little preview screen to let you know exactly which player on your team you should follow around because he has, like, the 4 KD, and <laughs> you are not that person? And be like, all right, I'm going to follow you because you're amazing and I'm terrible. You know what? I've, I I haven't even looked at the stats. I just get <laughs> flicking through to see what weapons they were using. I mm -hmm. I was just because I thought I you know I record some of the footage for the YouTube and I thought well, you know I'll just click through at the beginning, show people what's what's going on, and I hadn't even noticed the KDs and things. I'll go back and check that now, kind of when I'm editing. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's so like again, it's so quick, and I know again, I'm on you know not not your premier level expert series X, so I don't have the latest and greatest. I've just got the one X. I wish I had a little more time because it's more or less like you have enough time to sort of flip through people and then the game starts. I almost wish it were a little longer. Like it doesn't need a long intro like trials or anything, but just a little longer just to look around at what my teammates have or their KD or I think the other number is like number of kills they have in Crucible. I don't even know if it's week, season, whatever, but yeah, I, I just I, I like that they've at least changed it up a little bit. They've done something to it. There's show that they remember PvP exists. Well, sometimes it would go really quickly. I wouldn't be able to l flick through everybody quick enough for it to kind of, I was in the match. And then sometimes it would go a lot slower. I could circle through people twice, just like clicking the button, you know, relatively fast. But yeah, so you've got those fancy new Xboxes. I usually, it seems like the whole team is there and then my Titan appears and then we're in the match. It's like, hey, I'm here. Sorry, you were waiting for me. And then we've got a beautiful Muppet Babies parody because uh, Fallen Babies will eat your face. And uh, Destiny 2 Avatar info intro. And then some lovely art of the week with hunters doing things and badass Iron Banner people doing badass Iron Banner things. And that is our TWAB. That is our TWAB. And I'm looking to see, do we want to go to Metro article or is there... I'm trying to look through the through the links to see if there's anything we've missed or not told yeah, the good the, people. Well, one thing that we haven't told the good people 
that we we did kind of discuss in the last couple of weeks is the voice actress for Ikora Ray has changed and a game informer actually jumped on this and found the lovely lady that has kind of replaced Gina Torres for the moment anyway apparently we all knew that Ikora had been recast in Destiny 2 season of Splices with the reveal so now we know that the new voice talent that is taking up the mantle from Gina Torres and it is uh Mara yeah Mara, Mara Juno I'm going to guess Mara. it's French. Yeah, Mara Juno. Yeah, J-U-N-O-T. So it could be Junot. I'm assuming it's Juno, the new voice of Ikora. And while Bungie has not confirmed the news, the actress couldn't wait to share her role with Guardians Everywhere, and her social media is plastered with Destiny imagery, including a new Ikora profile picture of the D2 season of the Spicer header on Twitter. So we're going to guess that, you know, she's the right person, even though Bungie hasn't confirmed it. So that's cool. You know what I'm going to say? No, you don't, actually. Secret Scroll Invasion. She's not really Ikora. Well, she has confirmed exclusively to Game Informer that she is the new voice. <laughs> yes, but she's the scroll version. This is the mm. Marvel crossover D2 mm. that we've mm -hmm. all wanted. Scrolls yeah. are invading everywhere. We don't know if the real Captain America's dead, or he's alive, or he's on the moon. Or he could be a scroll, like this woman. And I do appreciate that... It in my head, I thought you were saying Secret Squirrel Invasion, and I was really curious where you were going with that, and then I realized... Secret Squirrel that... Invasion. Yes, Squirrel, yeah. Scrolls. Squirrel, Scrolls. Same thing. Sounds... Same thing. Fair Scroll enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. So you... you, you well, I came, we, we both came across a... Uh, what was the article? Yeah, it was a Metro... Yeah, Metro.co.uk article... Oh, that was the one, yes. And I was trying to find the actual link, because I did read it last night. I was trying to find... I know you sent it to me somewhere. Oh, wait, I think... Oh, right, you sent it to me directly. There it is. I was like, it's in one of these 75 channels. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah, Metro Sorry. UK Gaming sat down with... Uh, let's see, who was it? Yeah, Wendy Wade, which my brain wanted to read that as Wade Wilson. The first three times I tried to read this, but Wendy Wade about Season of the Splicers, Vault of Glass, Siva, and more that you would come across because I sure, I'm not even sure what metro.co.uk is. I assume it's some, some sort of news paper, magazine, publication, something. Uh, this was, I think, originally picked up from Destiny News that I found on Twitter that had linked the post with something that they'd found. It's basically saying in Destiny 2 Season 15, Bungie will focus on light-based subclasses and release a set of targeted buffs to the mostly underutilized abilities. Bungie will also be looking to adjust the overall ability usage rate inside Crucible in Season 15. So it does sound like they're going to be looking more at doing Crucible stuff in Season 15, as a lot of people have kind of been wondering why they've taken like a nearly a year to kind of get going on this. Um, but then they linked the Metro article. So was there anything else in that article that was kind of worth pointing out, or should we just link it in the show notes? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a ton there. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say, Wendy Wade, she is the season of the Spicer production lead. And I um, mean, she did talk a little bit about, you know, hey, we're the chance like to work with work with people who were who were foes, bringing, you know, sort of we, we worked with Keitel sort of in the last season and to get a little closer to the Cabal. Now we're sort of working, you know, doing the same thing with the Helsinki. Or, I'm sorry, Helsinki, the Elixni, words are hard, um, with Mithrax sort of, you know, again, a, a, a character from the past that's come back and sort of saying that, you know, this is sort of a direction Bungie's, you know, sort of taking the game a little bit and just there's some cool storytelling stuff they can do saying, hey, 
let's have our Lixney friend over here, and hey, we're sort of making this alliance with a couple, you know, maybe hinting at bigger things to come or things like that, but sort of being being a little coy and, and playing around with it. Um, did did mention that Siva, while not, you know, we're not going to see Siva in Season of the Splicers, you know, Siva's, Siva's still there, and Siva's still in the universe, and it's definitely something that they're going to bring back in the, in the future. And uh, the only other thing worth I think worth mentioning really is just the the twelve man content, basically saying you know due to technical reasons you know they can't you know they can't put twelve people into, into an activity right it would just break things as you sort of saw with people doing twelve man raids and nightfalls but def- definitely saying that you know Bungie is seeing you know the the community love for big massive twelve man events and twelve man activities so hopefully in the future they'll actually develop us some you know crazy. You you can bring twelve people into something and go have fun with it. So that's exciting. Yeah, and just for anybody that doesn't know what Siva is, Siva was a weapon that the Iron Lords had, wasn't it? Or was something to do with War Mines and the Rasputin and the Iron Lords that we kind of followed the story in the Rise of Iron in Destiny One, and we had Siva kind of weapons in Destiny One with. Um, I can't remember the name of the raid. What was the name of the raid? That was King King's Fall. Oh, that was the, the that was the hive. Or, oh yeah, it was one after King's Rise, Fall. Was it Rise of the Machine? No, that Wrath of the Machine. Yes, Wrath of the Machine, not Rise of the Machines. Right. That is Terminator. Um, Another crossover we're waiting for. Yeah, so Siva, yeah, it's self self replicating nanotech developed by you know our good friend Clovis Brader in the Golden Age. It was meant to uh, assist the ex- construction of colonies. And used by the Warminer Rasputin as a weapon against the Iron Lords, and later by the, the Splicers in the Fallen House of Devils. And w- yeah. Wendy Wade did point out that you know there's more sort of there's more than one one kind of Splicer. The the House of Devil Splicers were all about the Siva, and our uh, was the House of Light Splicers this season are are a little less bent on you know destruction of the entire world and just like playing with computers. Yeah. So we will link the outbreak. We'll link. Sorry. Outbreak uh, perfected. I know. I always always remember which can't remember which one was prime and perfected. Yeah, sort of uses that Siva Siva tech as its weapon perk. So if you're getting shot by Siva, that's why and that's where. But yeah, we'll link the article in the show notes as I would cut you off from saying because we're very good at doing this without on here. We just we're just free free up with all this time of him not being here and just being able to speak. I know. Being yeah, outbreak to... perfected is the weapon. That has the corruption spreads the Siva nanites, which I haven't seen in Crucible this season. So yeah, just just once or twice. I've seen it like a little bit, but not you know. I didn't see an Iron Banner. I just saw it just playing you know playing my handful of matches. I think in Survival, I saw someone using it, which seems like a good spot for it. Yes. So, what do we want to move on to next? Have we got? We've got questions and feedback. From one, His Highness Prince Riznes. Indeed, His Highness Prince Riznes. I didn't know he was royalty, but hey, here we are. Yeah. Dear Two Titans and a Hunter, just wanted to say how awesome y'all are. I know it's been a while since I was on the show, but I wanted to say thank you for the experience. I had a lot of fun, especially with the new override activity. Now, I don't know whether this is an open invitation to anybody, but he says send a party invitation on Xbox if you'll ever want to hang out or something, your fellow Guardian business. So if you can find him and you can hire him, maybe you can have the business. His Highness, the Prince. Oh, yes. 
And we, and we do have a question and feedback channel in the Discord, and that is what it is meant for. If you have questions, if you have feedback, if you want to tell Respawn how amazing he is and how you love him so much, that's a good place to put it. We're not guaranteeing we'll read it, but I mean, listen to us. We're, we're, we're kind of desperate for feedback, and we love hearing from people. So if you give us feedback, odds are we're probably going to read it. Not competently, but we will read it. And we enjoy it. So thank you. Thank you, Riz. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And yeah, it was fun. And thank you to everybody else that's listening and listened and continues to listen. And yeah, you can either email us, Facebook us, Instagram us, Twitter us, and anywhere that you can find our podcast. I'm sure there's a, a thing that you can fill in to say, hey, I want to contact you and tell you you're wrong. How wrong were you on guessing what those challenges were for the Vault of Glass? Because... Yeah. Yeah, tell you us guys how... don't do destiny. Yeah, tell us how foolish we are for saying, "Oh, this this won't be too bad." And and, and as we're approaching our thirty sixth, and Glad is on his you know fourth nap, trying to get through this in one go. Yeah. So there's nothing else, is there? Shall I move on to tips tricks? Well, you had put that there's a a year. You you had the screenshot of the year one shader bundle. Ah, oh, yes, I forgot that. Yes. In the store, which of course you have already purchased on your account, because how could you not? No, I didn't. I'd already, could, I'd already got all the stuff, so it said I purchased it. Uh, so yes, okay. where are we? Go back to the show notes. I forgot yeah. about that. I was going to go back at some point, and then Respawn distracted me. Right. Now, now I guess it's worth saying, will this still be relevant? Oh, I guess, I mean, because this, this is this week's Shader Bundle. Yes. So well, no, a... this, is a, this is the Shader Bundle that they kind of advertised that they were going to do for anybody that was coming into destiny or mm. anybody that didn't have any of the year one shaders so if you missed out on any of the year one shaders in the eververse store under the archive tabs if you tab along far enough there is a yellow red and blue kind of square emblem that says year one shader bundle which is a thousand glimmer that you can purchase if you even if you're missing one of the shaders from year one you will be able to purchase this and have access to that shader. So there's quite a lot of shaders in there. Um, I'd already unlocked all of them, so I didn't. I thought I thought maybe I'd missed on some, but no, it says I already own them. But if you are kind of new or you've missed this or you've missed some of them, you can go back and repurchase some of these shaders for your um, your fashion game there. Yeah, and it is in the Eververse store. It's on the archive tab, which is the icon that looks like a little box with a little star on it so the third third icon down and yeah just yeah find your way through the many many pages of lovely things there and yeah it's only a thousand uh if you want more shaders go get more shaders and then you too can scroll through a list of a billion shaders trying to find the one you're looking for. something else that i did forget to kind of talk about when we were talking about vault of glass was the vault of, Gra vault of glass raid armor has mods on it very much similar to how it was originally in Destiny 1, where if you're shooting oracles, it deals more damage to oracles. And like we've had iterations in Deepstone Crypt and Garden of Salvation, where you'll do more damage to certain things, depending on what mods you've kind of slotted in. So I think these are only available on the armor that you get from the raids. So you have to have a specific armor pieces for this. So you've got Aggressive Oracle Disruptor. Your equipped ultra rifles, fusion rifles, grenade launchers, trace rifles, and rocket launchers deal additional damage to oracles, and that's one energy. You've got Vex Destroyer. Defeating a Vex with a grenade attack has a chance to spawn an orb of power. Multiple copies of this mod increase the super energy granted when those orbs are picked up. Again, one energy, and that's that both of those are on solar. 
You then have Vex Breaker, which is on arc for one energy. Defeating a Vex with a melee attack has a chance to spawn an orb of power. And again, multiple copies of this increase the super energy granted when those orbs are picked up. Superstructure Striker, one energy on arc. While you're standing on a sink plate or near a conflux, weapon attacks that hit powerful Vex combatants have a high chance to stun those combatants. Then you have Superstructure Medic, which is one energy on solar. While you're standing on a sink plate or near the conflux and your weapon attacks hit more powerful Vex, they have a high chance to create a burst of healing for you and your allies around you. Then you have Vex Striker, which is void one energy. Defeating a Vex with precision hit has a chance to spawn an orb of power. Again, multiple copies of this mod increase the super energy granted when those orbs are picked up. Precision Oracle Disruptor, one void energy. You're equipped bows, hand cannons, linear fusion rifles, scarrels, and sniper rifles. Do additional damage to oracles in the Vault of Glass. Anti-Praetorian, and this is any, um, any armor mod for two energy. Defeating a Praetorian grants you super energy. And again, another one for two energy on any armor piece. Uh, Anti-Oracle, defeating an oracle grants you super energy. Uh, rapid Oracle Disruptor, and this is for one arc. Your equipped pulse rifle, shotguns, sidearms, SMGs, and swords do additional damage to oracles. And Superstructure Defender, one void. While you're standing on a sink plate or near a conflux weapon attacks hit that hit powerful Vex combatants, have a high chance for those, have a high chance to weaken those combatants. So those are your armor mods for your new Vault of Glass armor. And with that, I guess we could move into tips, tricks, guides, and builds for this week. I, I suppose you probably have turned a trick or found a guide or a build for people. There's been, been a video or two out, right? There's been a few videos out there. So I have curated a list of videos for your amusement, your pleasure, your, your watching leisure for this week. And there was quite a bit of a hoo-ha on um, YouTube throughout the night as I was at work before the show because where Bungie had tweeted out that they'd discovered a bug that had kind of made people be able to knock raid bosses off of cliffs and and enemies just being yeeted into the distance uh, about a day before that JB3 had kind of messaged out on YouTube to say that he kind of got this glitch for the like the last season that he'd knew, known about it and it, he probably wasn't the only one but he was the only one that I'd seen that messaged out said that you know I know this I'm holding on to it and after Vault of Glass has kind of gone live I'll let people know about it but then as soon as Bungie said we know about it people started posting videos all over the place there was one for Cheese Forever there was one by JB3 there was one by Scrub I think even Froggy got on the bandwagon so anybody that was in the know of these videos or how to do this glitch posted a video but i will link the jb3 one because he was the first one i'd seen um before anybody else um going over how to do the yeet glitch and this is with a warlock on a stasis um ability or stasis super so you need to have got beyond light to basically own the super to be able to do this glitch and have a warlock so if you've got those right components you'll be able to do this glitch and then if you want to see what you can kind of do with the glitch, uh, Scrub had a really cool video where he went to Morgoth, the, the ogre in the Last Wish raid, and he was trying to punch the ogre off the ledge, which was quite funny because it took forever to do. Um, he also tried to do Tanix in 
it is Tanix, isn't it? In the Deepstone Crypt, the end boss in the in that he tried to get him off the edge as well. So there was quite a hilarious video of them working it out and telling people how to do it, and then going and messing about with these bosses. So I thought I'd link those. As I said earlier, Cheese Forever has the crossplay after the patch video. Um, and then a really funny video where he practiced Vault of Glass with idiots, which I found really fun to watch because it was just all the silly things that you kind of did whilst playing Vault of Glass in Destiny 1, but more recently with a lot more idiots being silly and doing silly things. So that was quite fun to watch. I enjoyed that one too. I was like, that's, that's right up my alley. Also, pretty much like raiding with Frozen every time in D1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then Cool Guy last night put out kind of an emergency video for anybody doing the Vault of Glass. But I was thinking that, you know, this is useful for anybody kind of doing any PvE content, which was the Warlock boots, the boots of the Assembler, which are the new ones that you can get from the Lost Sectors. So by the time you hear this, there should be a Lost Sector on Tuesday, um, on the reset day, that will be dropping boots, the, the Warlock boots or the Titan boots or the Hunter boots. And you can go and pick these up. So these are the boots of the assembler. Now there is a mod which you can put on your class item and it's called Utilize Finisher. So finishing restores a class ability and requires one tenth of your super energy. And what they've kind of worked out with the boots of the assembler is that when you put down your rift, this gives the empowering buff with the little orbs that go out to people. If you're standing in your rift and then you can do a finisher on an enemy, you then automatically have another rift up and ready. You can then swap over to do either do drop the empowering rift first, do the finisher, and then drop the um, uh, healing rift on top of the empowering rift. And Cool Guy goes over in this in his video and says, you know, this would be quite good to use in the raid and any other kind of high level content that you could kind of use. So I thought that was worth pointing out to people. And then Respawn pointed it out in his Respawn's report roundup with the Occluded Finality, which is the sniper rifle that you can get from Iron Banner this week. And this is the one with the really high zoom. And Cool Guy goes over why this weapon is kind of broken in this video. I can't use this weapon at all. I just, like you said, Parody, I just, the zoom is too high for me. But some of the shots that he was hitting... And he shows you in the video that literally the, the reticle was nowhere near that person's head. He zooms right in and shows you like literally it's about a centimetre away from the guy's head, but it still gives him a headshot. And then he was turning and doing no scopes because of how sticky the reticle is or how something to do with the range and the way that the, the sniper rifles have kind of been buffed recently is making this weapon kind of really overpowered if you can use it. I can't personally, but other people out there might be able to use it. So I thought I'd kind of link the video for that. If you did manage to get yourself one of the, the wrist walkers from the Iron Banner, the Boneless Revenge has continued their videos on what shaders pair well with weapons and armor. So go check out their channel, but I will link the wrist walker best or the top five shaders that they recommend that go with the wrist walker shotgun. Uh, also, JB3 this week pointed out he did a, a, a quick 30 second video on a fallen catch destroying a colony ship on the Cosmodrome, which was quite funny. It literally plows into this col colony ship and it just kind of crumbles and falls down. Um, I don't know if it's kind of 
part of the game or a story beat, but it just looks quite funny. So I thought I'd link that. Destiny Fun Police had quite a few cool videos this week. He had a Hunter PvP loadout using the Top Tree Arc Strider and using the Worm Husk Crown and basically meleeing people to death, which was quite good because normally he plays a Titan, but he's kind of turned to the dark side, as he says in his video. And I really enjoyed watching his, you know, slaying out as a hunter. And did you know Destiny Fun Police originally started out as a hunter in D1? So that would please respawn, you know. I, I did know that. Did Were you able to make it through your Destiny Fun Please watching without abuse from your children this week? Yeah, I did, I did it without Phoenix <laughs> watching me in the back. But update on that. Apparently, our podcast is now trash. So we've <laughs> all been dissed. Even his Lord and Savior, Respawn, he's dissing him. So does that mean you don't come into your house to hear Respawn screaming from your son's room at various hours? Not at the moment, no. We're trash, remember. We, we, <laughs> we, we've gone down on the list of podcast listening. Uh, Destiny uh, Fun Police also has a Grid Skipper Pulse Rifle gameplay, which is really insane. With, I mean, he, he hasn't really got a particularly god role of the Grid Skipper, but that guy just knows how to play. Just It's phenomenal, the... The amount of effort that he he doesn't have to put in to actually be that good. And one that he did at the beginning of the week with the new Titan Exotic Boots, the Pass of the Burning Steps, he paired it with Teraba, the submachine gun from the Crown of Sorrow raid, which you can pick up from the kiosk in the tower if you didn't get it. So this is the submachine gun that when you get kills or you take damage, you can charge up an overflow kind of burst of this weapon. And once it's charged up, it fires faster and hits harder and does more damage when it's in that state. And if you're pairing it with the Paths of the Burning Steps, which basically gives you increased damage on solar kills, it was it was working like he was like a monster in Crucible. And it was like he said, it was like a revelation. He was like, hmm, these boots do solar extra damage. What could I pair with that could do solar extra damage? Oh, the Terabyte, it does extra, extra damage. So that's another cool one to, to check out. He Glizzy had a cool video this week going over a triple grenade launcher build. So this is with all the new mods that you can get from the artifact, reloading your grenade launcher quicker and stowing your grenade launcher quicker and doing extra damage, basically for PVE, because there's that armor mod, isn't there, that you can get for nine energy on your class item that does extra damage on, if you do damage to a boss or, a yellow bar or whatever it will reload your your current stowed weapons so if you're kind of running triple grenade launchers and you can get one of those new grenade launchers from doing the override mission that if you slide it will automatically reload you kind of just there's no there's no issue with it it's just kind of constant dps so t glizzy had a really good video for that i was just looking for the name of the grenade launcher ignition code that's what it one. is so yeah, you, there is a perk on there, which I think it's slideways or... Yeah, I think it's slideways, isn't it? That when you slide, it partially reloads the magazine, but you only need one, so it reloads your magazine with one. So really helpful. Yeah, that's all I need. Did you know, and maybe you've watched this video as well, this was news to me, and maybe I'm just many years... That sliding procs firmly planted. Yes. Did you know this information? I did not I did. know this information, because I watched the... Um, Destiny Fumbly's using the new hand cannon, but it's a god roll video where he talks about uh, 
you know, I don't remember what what the hand cannon was he was using now because that was the part, not the part that I focused on because I was like, you can slide and that proc's firmly planted. The survivor's so, epitaph from Crucible. Thank you. Yes, I couldn't remember if it was that one or the. Yeah. So this is the hand cannon that is 180 RPM, which is meant to be a primary version of the Lunas Howland. They're not forgotten, which were energy weapons, but it's the same archetype and you can kind of get the same feel from it, apparently. So this is the new Crucible hand cannon that is constantly dropping everybody. And I did get killed with this quite a bit. So. Yep. I like I killed quite a bit. I got a bunch of kills with it. Yeah, it's it's not bad. But yeah, I I somehow missed it. Yeah. Friendly planted, which I more or less see that on a gun and I throw it away, but it increases your accuracy, stability, and handling while firing you know, when firing while crouched. I did not realize that if you just slid, as he says, you know, slide into the encounter, procs firmly planted, and then you get those buffs while you're shooting somebody with a hand cannon. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's not to love about that other than being murdered by a hand cannon? Many many times by people better than you. So, Astacross has a review on the other Iron Banner weapon that you can kind of farm for, which is the Finite Impactor, which is the hand cannon. Again, it wasn't one that I enjoyed using, but it may be one for any hand cannon enthusiast that's out there. I believe it's 140 RPM. So it's one of the okay middle-of-the-road weapons at the moment. Um, so go check that out. He also has a review on the Hung Jura. So this is the Nightfall exclusive weapon scout rifle that is up this week. So by the time you hear this, it'll kind of be out of the rotation. We'll be on to the sniper rifle next week. So come back in three weeks time for the Hung Jura, I guess, for the Nightfalls. But if you want to have a look at some of the crazy rolls that you can get on that and a good review on it, as to cross has got you covered. If you are still hunting the... Um... Any of the new exotics from the the new pants this season, or the anything from the last season, Fallout Plays has put out a video, including his uh, his Destiny Two Le- yeah, Destiny Two Legendary Law Sector calendar, where he goes over you again just what the rotation is, which is chest, helmet, legs, gauntlet. So if you're waiting for a particular law sector to do, because you can go in with your little AI robot friends, or if there's one you just know because armed it a thousand times. He's got a finished loss, uh, finished map, finished calendar of all the lost sectors, what the drops are, when they'll be available. He has a Google Doc spreadsheet from his video that we'll put links to the video in the show notes. Yeah, and I think we kind of pointed that out last week that he was going to do that. So yeah, which one that I kind of looked out for this week. If you are interested in the Grid Skipper, which is the Override Pulse Rifle, the fast firing 540 RPM, and you want to kind of get a good roll on that, Cool Guy has a video for you for that following on from the Destiny Fun Police video. Crazy Mr. Pips last week, just after kind of we'd, I'd wrapped with the show and, and put it out there, he put out a video highlighting the Wave Splitter. So this is one of the trace rifles that you can kind of get, the, the exotic ones. And the perk on this weapon is Harmonic Laser. Laser damage has three power levels that oscillate while the trigger is held down. So it kind of goes from low to high and, and all over the place. But it seems to be a really good gun in PvP. And I didn't just take his word for it. I actually took the weapon into PvP, into Iron Banner this week. And I was murdering foes. I was doing so well with this weapon. And I could see it would work, pair really well on my Warlock with, uh, I think it's Nezarek Sin, where you get void kills or void weapon kills to kind of recharge your super and your rest of your energies. So I tried this and it, it worked out really well. Um, 
and he was using it on his hunter so it it was doing it was doing stupid amounts of kind of it, it would go from like literally a two two burst kill to like sometimes it would kill like instantly just it was ridiculous and what he found out is that with the new mods that are dropping this season for trace rifles if you manage to get the one for your boots that you can put on i think it's for three energy you can put on um when you run over a, a green brick in pvp it will give you extra ammo i think i believe he he pointed out or even i realized in my gameplay if you put two of these on your boots for six energy three each it will give you about 120 to 130 ammo for your trace rifles so this is any of the trace rifles that are available so you've got your wave splitter you've got your uh, prometheus lens there is the um, ruinous effigy which drops the balls and then you have the cold heart which is the one that freezes like a well i say it freezes it's an arc damage one not a stasis one no but you think it would be but yeah, it gives you 130 energy. So you start off with 50 ammo, but then by the time you've killed somebody and picked up the green brick, you've then got an extra 130 ammo to then just tear into people because trace rifles, realistically, you need to hold down the trigger for quite a lot longer than what you'd normally do. And normally one burst of like your round of 50, you'd be empty and then you'd pick up a brick in PvP last season and it'd only give you an extra 25, so you'd have to kill two people to actually for it actually to be viable. But this season, with the amount of ammo that you can get, it's it's worth getting. So check out the Crazy Mr. Pitts video and see if you've got one of these trace rifles and got some of these new mods which are dropping. So yeah. As Parody said, we will link the Drifter Plays Gambit video for your amusement, anyone that's interested in that. And I was going to put the two videos from Fallout that went over the Vault of Glass refresher guide and the loadouts. I will still link them if you're kind of interested, but he's kind of covering what was the Vault of Glass then and what potential loadouts that you could possibly use. It may still be worth a watch, you know. Yeah, Fallout's a good guy and puts a lot of effort into these videos, so I'll link those. But I was speaking to David Roman on our Facebook page this week basically got in touch with us and said, you know, he's just got back into D2. Um, he's got a few questions. And one of the questions was about leveling up. And I was saying to him, you know, if you just go and play the game and just go and do your strikes, go and do your, your nightfalls, go and do X amount of things, the worldly drops should kind of increment you up to get to 1300. Once you hit that, you'll then be looking at doing powerful rewards and then pinnacles, et cetera, et cetera. But this week, luckily, Bontis has put out a really cool video for anybody that's either new or getting back into it, like David said, of how to kind of power level your Guardian from 1260 up to 1310 and then 1320. And what what is actually a pinnacle, what actually is a powerful and what way to kind of do things. So I thought I'd kind of include this for anybody that, again, wants an extra tip to kind of get your guardian up to 1320 at least you know for this season i mean we've got still kind of another 11 weeks so if you had already hit the cap of 1310 like a lot of people had thanks to the change in the, the light 1320 is now more attainable for a lot more people which is quite nice yeah for the for the first time in a long time it'll be like hey i can, I can get at our near max light without devoting myself to a game for months and months and without it being like okay it's the last week 
now I can finally be max light to like go do you know Grandmaster Nightfalls and high level content. It's it's nice to not have to just focus on light level grind for like the first month. Mm. I mean the 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 master things are going to be thirteen forty, but then if you can get to thirteen twenty quicker whilst you're leveling up your artifact, it kind of it does help. So that it's it's quite a nice thing to not have to worry about the grind as such of trying to improve your light so that by the time you get to the end of the season you're trying to rush to complete more things than you should be able to complete uh, you know maybe mid-season and again david as as we kind of went over in the patch notes or uh, parody pointed out that the presage mission will hopefully from next week be dropping a pinnacle reward as well as the um, scout rifle which again i think drops at light or equivalent light so you get kind of two kind of rewards from that the pinnacle and the powerful so it's it's worth doing so the the scout rifle is a primary weapon so if you're you're lacking in your primary weapons that's also something to look out for and also i'll just throw out again just a link to blueberries.gg which is just a good collection i mean that's the entire focus of the site is to give you sort of the you know more basic information parts of the game you don't understand or have changed since you've been back to it's a good sort of starting point too of just what am i doing where am i going help me help me understand this and he also points you to, you know in the direction of a bunch of different people who who put out stuff on youtube i mean or just listen to night demon's recommendations because he watches all the youtube so you don't have to watch all of it just watch what he tells you to and your life will be better i try to watch all of it and if if anybody out there has any other uh, videos or links that they want to kind of highlight for anybody, get in touch and say, you know, check these guys out or check what these people are doing or this video is really interesting. I think it would be useful for a lot more people. Get in touch so that we can then share it with a lot more people and get it out there. So, yeah, if you if you know of anything or seen anything on the YouTubes or Reddits, Twitters, uh, let us know and we can kind of hopefully get it out to more people. And speaking of that, I've come to the end of the videos, but something that hopefully I'm going to tickle Parody Pink with joy over is from Destiny News this week. From uh, Feet Boy San has apparently recreated the Master Chief in Destiny. Now, <laughs> this is using a Titan, of course. He's able oh. to use various different armor pieces to actually look. It looks very similar to the Master Chief. So you would like to use the helmet, which is this cryo screen helm from, I think, from last, last, last season. Yeah, last season. Gauntlets, you need the hard case brawlers. The chest piece, you need the hold fast plate. And the legs, you need the Braytex snoo boots. Uh, the class item is the prodigal mark. Shaders are the Protolia Growth and the Balsalt Toxic for your helmet. And I will link that in the show notes if anybody wants to kind of look at that from Twitter. Destiny News Plus has, has, uh, has retweeted uh, how to create a Master Chief inside Destiny 2, which I will go and do because that looks really fun to do. <laughs> nice. And have we done it? Have we, have we covered all the content? We have. And you know why? Because he, he managed to book it out of here a lot earlier. So we haven't got any additional stories to go over. We don't. And, and we're about 20 minutes until the raid race kicked off. So uh, I think with that, uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Your Titans are parody at night even. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. Your Lore Scribe, lost in the wastes. 
Trying to consult the books is not ARF. You can email the show at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as, you guessed it, Two Titans and a Hunter. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. And uh, until we all move to Stadia in 2022, because that'll be all that's left standing after crossplay. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Watch the show on YouTube. Night even puts a lot of work into it as he does editing this fine piece of audio every week. You can join the Discord at discord.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero. Just like the number of completions we're going to have day one of Vault of Glass. And I leave you with this thought, guys, from Underjump on Reddit. My little cousin was watching me play Destiny in the Crucible, and after a while of sitting in silence, she goes, Oh, I get it. Everyone is like Elsa. Well, congrats, everyone. This is what we've become. We are frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Night Demon, tell the good people where to find you, or tell them goodbye, or tell them to subscribe to your OnlyFans for lovely bedtime stories to help you sleep tight. I'm just going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Until next week. I don't, I don't know if it's still in the stream, right? Because part of the stream cut out. But um, when when I told the wife that uh, Peter Dinklage used to do the voice of the ghost, she got all excited and everything. Because you know, she she actually enjoys playing Destiny now. And she but, doesn't listen you know, to you because when you said used to. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Uh. And she got all excited, and then of course you know she but hears she the ghost voice. No. Short but he's a really good actor. Right, look, 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 let's be honest. No, God, no. I'm 6'1", 6'2", with shoes on. That's um, still short. <laughs> compared to what? 6'5". <laughs> Are you 6'5"? I am. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he is. And you're, and you're is. still short, so. <laughs> compared to you, yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I think I, I'd be just under your left nipple parody. <laughs> Why the left one specifically? Hold I, on. I could, I could just see him <laughs> hugging me, and I'd just be under his left nipple. He's that t- taller than me. <laughs> this got real awkward. Uh, but anyway, he's just no, a really good actor, you know. Even in that one movie with Adam Sandler about the video games that we don't talk about, he did a good acting role in that movie, right? Who are we talking the movie about now? Overall oh, Dinklage, still sorry. Yeah. That's why she was excited. He's a good actor, and he was definitely a good ghost, right? But then she started hearing him, and she calls the ghost Wally for whatever reason. And she's like, that doesn't sound like him. I'm like, because it's not him anymore. I said he used to do the voice. And then she got upset.